0: If I told you about her, the princess without voice, what would I say? clean that lab you get out this may very well be the most sensitive asset
1: ever to be housed in this facility you may think that thing looks human stands on two legs right but
0: we're created in the lord's image you don't think that's what the lord looks like do you this creature is intelligent capable of language of understanding emotions
2: At me, he does not know how I am incomplete. He sees me as I am.
0: The natives in the Amazon worship them. other God. Get him out. No. We need to take it apart, learn how it works. I don't want an intricate, beautiful thing destroyed. We can do nothing. I'm sorry. Don't do this, Alaska. What is she saying? Don't do this. Oh, God, it's not even human. If I told you about her, what would I say? I wonder.
3: Bienvenue à la boîte de nuit. Welcome to the nightclub where horror comes to P-A-R-T-Y. We are the ones with the fishy cake butts. I'm Travis Maxwell Boone. Uh, oh, this ain't my pick. Trev, you want to start the episode? My bad. I didn't even oh, like you Ricky can do, do that on the last one. Fuck.
1: Oh I'm yeah, no, fucking uh, this uh, up. I thought you were going to do it, so I'm good. Okay. Uh,
3: Oops. Edit. Edit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Editor's
3: notes. <laughs> I'm Travis Max. Editor's note. Mm. Sorry. I'm Travis Max. I'm Trevor Blanchard. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you, you, you know, it takes time out of my life to edit this. I'm just saying. Like valuable time. I don't have. Sorry. I'm sorry, Travis. Uh,
5: don't, do, don't do it again. Wink.
3: <laughs> I'm Travis Max. And when I get riled up, I like to slash the throat of Michael Shannon. Boom! Wow! And I'm joined by the one and only, uh, the new editor of the nightclub. So all the shit stayed
1: in. I'm three six Rick, the fane favorite, and uh, I'm here gluing together some Warhammer models. And we're about to talk about some sexy fishy stuff. And then I'm gonna crawl in all in your clam bake.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah,
1: boy.
3: Cosmic Cajun Mm -hmm. cloaca. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of cloacas... Yeah, boy. Speaking <laughs> of cloacas... <laughs>
1: my my name's T-Trev, and I could be the A-timer twice.
3: Ooh. <laughs> nice. Is it the Goop, though? Is it the fucking, um, what's her name? The the Marvel superhero woman that nobody likes? Who? Brie oh, Larson? The... No. One. No, oh. Goop. The Goop lady. Goop? Oh. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Ew,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she sells a big egg that people can shove in their cloaca. She um, does? Mm-hmm. Oh, that voice you hear over there. Uh, recently, we made a spicy channel in the nightclub Discord where all, all the spicy things happen. And it was inspired by this this person's love of spice. Uh, frequent Discord members. Been on a Dunes cantina or two. I can't remember. But we have with us tonight. <laughs> strawberry.
5: Spicy strawberry here to tell you how spicy this movie is. (laughs) Mm.
3: So, so, so so spicy. We also have another Discord member, a friend of the show, also been on a dooms or two. Uh, Tonight, he's Mr. Poopy Butthole. Hi, Mr. Poopy Butthole. (laughs) Oh, hi, it's me, Mr. Poopy
2: Butthole. (laughs) It's me, just going by Mr. Poopy Butthole this round for a while, but We'll yeah. see what next week brings us. Yeah. He, he's tired of me sending him emails. That's why. What are you sending him emails about? <laughs> you send me emails anytime
1: you want. Normally when he pops on, it's his email address first. So I'll send him. Every time I see it, I send him an email. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I made sure this time, Trev, before you got on here to go ahead and change yeah. that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh shit, Trent's not here? Cool. Let me change that.
5: Mine always starts out like my real name. Why?
3: I don't know. I think it's whatever it's it's set on. It's what you have. Yeah. 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 All that spice we're talking about and the fish cake butts and all that fun shit. It's because tonight we're going to extend our fish fin pinky finger and get super fucking fancy on the nightclub. This is the first ever best picture winner movie that we've covered on this podcast. That's right. We're talking about Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water from 2017 this evening. Winner of the best picture at the Oscars. How about that?
5: I'm actually surprised. I am
3: surprised.
2: I don't know that I've seen anything that Guillermo hasn't done that's not a fucking 10.
3: I agree. This is also going to be the second Del Toro film that we've covered on this podcast. Years ago, we covered Pan's Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say this movie is the most akin to Pan's Labyrinth out of his filmography. And Trevor, Trevor brought this to us. So, thank you for bringing this big pile of fish fucking to us.
1: Yeah, boss. <laughs> y'all know why? Fish. This fishy masterpiece, bro. Mm. Y'all, y'all want to know why? Yeah. Why? Because he gangsta, ball. That's right. Thank You're you for gangsters. being
5: so spicy, Trevor. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you for, for being, being a, a G. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and Ricky went the same sort of route there. I took a detour. <laughs> it's a gangster town. <laughs> Uh, i want to thank y'all for being here um discord folk appreciate y'all coming in in the clutch we were supposed to have a guest on tonight who couldn't make it and strawberry and evan i won't call you poopy butthole all night i just can't do it uh i mean if you wanted
2: to i don't i don't
3: i think i'm gonna do a little bit of housekeeping something that we normally never ever do yeah let all the listeners know idea they could fucking jump in the nightclub Let discord. Let them fucking know. I'm trying. They could jump in the nightclub discord. <laughs> and, <laughs> and in there, we got all kinds of fun-ass channels, uh, contests, giveaways, burps. Uh, we, we have a few podcasts that have been joining the realm, most who, notably The Average and Once Upon a Nightmare jumped in there. So we got we got a few other pods in there. And The Average's channel is quickly becoming The Warhammer channel. It's just yeah, bro.
1: <clears throat> yeah bob we got we got warhammer people in the discord now
3: housekeeping <laughs> housekeeping housekeeping you want me hand job
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> i think that's a different kind of housekeeping okay
3: i watch now okay i leave <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we're getting canceled for this one um <laughs> it's staying in no oh, yeah. yeah we got the nightclub discord you I'm editing. Pop in. yeah that's true you ain't gonna I'm editing, I'm going
1: a, I'm to a get rid of all the funny
3: stuff <laughs> that, guy, that guy in a little coat, Richard yeah, That's right Oh, <laughs> Richard <laughs> Oh no, I can't even see you as a Richard If you have a complaint, uh, you can send it to our complaints department Ian Wilhelm Cronenberg uh, Just <laughs> let, let him know that you don't like the fucking shit we're saying And he'll he'll handle you, I mean he'll handle it He'll um,
1: deal with it for sure. Oh yeah,
5: send it to HR. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: we
1: we do need we do need a new uh, head of HR.
5: I could be your HR.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna keep sending all the problems to the old one.
5: I'll probably cry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna mail it to the talkie board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shit! R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> r.i.p yeah. damn just fuck it wait was that all i had uh yeah, <laughs> no oh, no, not. no 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 we also have the cryptid boogie down i want to let all the listeners know about that jump in that discord we're going to have two cryptids fighting it out duking it out um and people get to vote on the one that they want to proceed and just like last year for the boogie down where we get a winner this year depending on the winner we're gonna cover a movie relevant to the winner, or we're just gonna deep dive the fuck out of its lore during the Halloween month. So,
1: right, if we can't find a suitable movie, I have
5: to the be fuck. a part of this. You cannot talk about cryptids without me. When I saw it was like I first of all I was like, Can you explain more? Which I'm glad you explained a little bit more about this, because I kind of didn't understand what was really going on. But I have to be a part of any kind of cryptid thing.
3: Well, you're going to be a part of it if you're in the Discord. That's why I'm telling all the listeners to hop in that bitch.
5: Hop there- in this bitch.
3: Yeah, there's a there's going to be a link in the show notes. There's links in our bios, on all of our socials. You can DM me on any of our socials and get a link, an invite. It's free. The Discord is better free. Not,
1: better not ask me, motherfucker.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm very excited about that, though, to tell you the truth.
3: I was, yeah. waiting.
2: I was waiting for Ricky to say it's a $5 transaction fee. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Free. Yeah. 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 Wait it's for the a for that. No, that's last,
1: right. Last year we had we had the boogie. you all get but to watch you, me do models naked. You get to watch
3: me fuck a fish. I already like Tom Cruise? Like Tom, fuck Cruise? Fish.
5: Tom Cruise. like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise says that apparently. What? Uh, he's a fish fucker, apparently. Tom Cruise. What?
0: What? Yes.
5: Yeah. You guys so, haven't heard about so that. So is Kanye West yes i heard that too i heard that too just tonight i heard that actually because i was telling somebody else about tom cruise well, it's really weird this got brought up i was talking about tom cruise being a fish bucker. what so what's the kanye west story
3: kanye west is he he likes fish sticks
2: yeah he likes fish sticks in his mouth
3: yep
5: how big can fish sticks be they have to be so tiny
3: have yeah, you I've ever, never, had...
5: Wait, I gotta Google a fish stick because I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> have you?
3: <laughs> have, you <laughs> have you? never had a fish stick in your oh, mouth? Like I
5: this, know. Like yeah, this? Like, like fish this,
3: sticks?
1: About this long? Oh, like a fish stick? Like, about like you know, that like, wide? About, about that wide? Yeah, yeah,
2: about that wide. Yeah. yeah.
1: I Are don't. I, I don't, don't like fish sticks, but a fish stick, a
5: yeah. fish stick, like
3: fish, fish, fish sticks. Yeah. Actually,
5: you know, I don't think I've had a fish stick
3: before. You need to watch more South Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year we did the first ever boogie down it's, it was horror icon versus horror icon ricky this year wanted to do cryptids versus horror directors yeah
1: i thought that would be funny
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <laughs> just
1: have Bigfoots and john carpenters and
3: it would be funny but they'd all lose to the cryptids. i know that's the what's most funny part. about it well next year we're going to do directors we're actually going to pit filmography versus filmography i think that's going to oh, be fucking shit. dope yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, boy. And then for Halloween, we're going to cover a whole filmography year in advance. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> boy, boy. We're not going to actually it's do true. a midnight ritual on every single movie. I'm just saying. that's That'd be too crazy. But, no, uh, we are. Oh, no, yeah. And for everybody out there, uh, that last bit of housekeeping I got, Nightclub is in the early, 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 early stages of talking about making a movie. So, Hmm. That will come to fruition in some way, shape, or form, and, uh...
1: Also, anyway. give us a five-star
3: rating, like, on stuff. Yeah. It's but free. I'll go
5: do that right now.
3: Oh, my ever? God. I if think I already oh, did. Ever. If there's any bitch in the Discord who has not fucking <laughs> given us a five-star rating yet, why are you... I haven't.
5: What? What? Do it! What are you doing?
3: <laughs> Ricky gives us a one
5: star. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, starts posting, you guys.
3: Gifts of fucking Heath Ledger, burning all that money. Yeah, I did. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh I keep
0: it real.
5: I did it. See.
3: Okay. Oh, good. Sweet. Thank you. That means yeah. I'm better. That means you can stay here. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> but, I'm kick your but, ass out. Besides Spotify.
5: Is there another place where I could give you guys a rating?
3: Apple, and that seems to really be the mm. only two that matter, is Spotify and Apple. But whatever or people listen on, rate it, review it. Send us an email with your thoughts. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show and make fun of you and ourselves.
1: Yeah. yeah. You can make fun of us, yes. too.
3: And we'll, we'll really appreciate that. I'd rather people email and roast the shit out of us than tell us that we're the best. Because we know that. We want to hear yeah. the roasting. Yeah. Right. Also... Sh- also, Wait, if you're a cannibal, emailing. the nightclub yeah. podcast at gmail.com.
1: If there are any cannibals or, or necrophiles out there, <laughs> yeah, also, <laughs> feel free,
0: feel free cannibals, to, to necrophiliacs email us at email the nightclub us. at gmail.com.
1: We, we want your stories, bro. Bill Clinton? We still want your stories. It's been months, but we still
3: want them. So Bill Clinton, yeah. Email us. If you're a Clinton, <laughs> email us. We want to hear about all the hey, children, Clinton. adrenochrome shit that y'all are up to.
5: I do have a Hillary Clinton story that I want to mention, but. Ooh, tell it. Well, it has to do with Barbie and what was it recently? The Oscars.
1: Oh, yeah. So, you know how like. Tripping.
5: Yeah, people were like upset, but like, I guess there was like the first like indigenous woman who got an Oscar or something. And like, nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave a
1: shit. Right. (laughs)
5: Yeah.
1: They're acting like, like Margot Robbie, not. Winning was some kind of loss for feminism and progressiveness or something. but And like, she
5: was a producer, so she technically bruh. did win. And Barbie, like, acting like a Barbie, I feel like, is not Oscar-worthy. Come on, let's all be real. Like, I feel like anybody could go up there and be like, <laughs> I'm a Barbie. I mean, not to say her performance wasn't good, because it was amazing, and Barbie was good. But there was, like, the first Indigenous actor our actress that won an award, but like the white feminists were like upset about Barbie.
3: I feel like, yeah. I feel like there's starving kids in the world and people are bitching about this shit.
5: The Oscar. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, you know, yeah. Oscars. Like how good did you do that? Yeah. No, I agree
3: fully. The, Hillary Clinton's going to take her time to tweet about it, but, but not fucking again I, to me. It's just, this, if there's a starving child somewhere, I, I don't know. That just seems a little bit more important. Oh, a hundred percent. But you know hell Mar- no, fuck them kids. Margot
5: <laughs> Sorry Margo, to bring it up.
3: Margot Robbie, Greta Gerwig, go fuck yourselves.
5: Oh no, Margot Robbie's so pretty. Well not them. They're not, they're,
3: they're not the ones bitching. Go fuck no, yourselves. Now it's Hillary Clinton. People.
5: Hillary Clinton is bitching about it.
3: Hillary, get off that goddamn Twitter. <laughs> go drink your children's blood.
1: Tonight we're gonna be talking about Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. What, what year did it come out, Travis? No. Two thousand seventeen. Two thousand
3: seventeen. Okay. This is a recent movie. Like, I mean, technically, I guess. Well, we're almost ten years removed from it. Mm. Getting closer to it. It's
5: really not. It's scary. Seven.
3: Seven years. It's been seven years. Yeah. Seven? Getting seven. old as fuck, and del Toro's waddling harder and harder. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> going from the duck wallow he's
1: going from the duck wallow to the penguin
3: wallow bro yeah, <laughs> one ball. day that boy's gonna be crawling like a platypus platypus Toro what you got <laughs>
5: let me ask you Poor guys thing. this out of how out of five peppers how many spicy peppers would you give this movie
3: oh hmm. let's give our ratings at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna come back yeah. to that. I want to come okay. back to that. I like, yeah. I like that though. I do like that. Okay, because we- we- I yeah. have
5: that. I have it. I have it in my notes.
3: We'll do a spicy. Okay. We'll do a spicy yeah. rating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, l- listeners, if you have not seen tonight's film, I want you to cry the fuck off now. But if you're gearing up to watch it, what you want to do is boil some eggs, set your timer mm-hmm. that looks like an egg, masturbate vigorously in the tub. Mm-hmm. And like fuck, you do. And then fuck a fish man. <laughs> if you haven't
1: seen tonight's movie, what you want to do is buy a green Cadillac. Teal. Mm. Oh, damn, I messed it up.
4: Teal. <laughs>
1: it's that, not was, that was my joke, by the way. It's teal. Oh. oh, okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I messed it up. This, so. <laughs> All
1: right, so if you haven't seen tonight's movie, what you're going to want to do is take a whole lot of your medication, throw half mm. of it in the sink if it doesn't go into your mouth.
0: <laughs> he did that shit! and that
1: then go weird. And then go on a rage-fueled finger-pulling-off extravaganza of a chase.
5: Uh, he did yeah. pull his fingers
3: off The necrophalanges. Mm. The necrophalanges. Anybody else got a what you want to do? Did you yeah, hear so, it when Augusta- So what you're gonna want to do... No, Trevor, you
1: did yours. <laughs> it's,
3: it's it's flush your partner <laughs>
1: when they put their bloody fingers on you when you're in the bedroom and say, Hey, you're Shh. bleeding on me.
0: Silence.
3: He's got he's got two I mean, What you're gonna wanna do is <laughs> go
2: out there and find a fish man to his hand on your head.
3: And see if you what
5: need happens. hair. If you need hair.
3: Which head? Your head yeah, here with the brain
5: with your brain in it. Well, which head? Yeah, The one with the brain in it. Which
1: one? The one with teeth. Oh. Which one? Wait.
4: (laughs)
5: Wait. The one that doesn't spit out babies.
3: That doesn't help. Which one? Narrow it down.
5: (laughs) The man? Uh, I guess not. Okay, sorry.
3: If you have not seen tonight's movie, cry off. (laughs) And let the ritual begin
1: bastards. Why are you torturing me like this? Why?
0: <laughs> Shut up! We're gonna get you We're gonna get you Not another peep. Time to go to sleep We're
3: The Shape of Water is a 2017 romantic fantasy, I would almost say dark fairy tale film, directed by Guillermo del Toro and written by that man along with Vanessa Taylor. Gave it that woman's touch. This movie is starring Sally Hawkins as Eliza, Michael Shannon as Dick Strickland. That's right, Richard Strickland is his name. Richard Jenkins as I don't remember his character name. Giles. <laughs> Giles. Giles,
5: Giles, 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 something like that. It's G-I-L-E-S.
3: How many Looks... fucking Giles and Charleses and Gileses cool are we going to have on this the podcast? the
5: cool-ass roommate. The cool-ass roommate.
3: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have Octavia Spencer playing the funniest cleaning lady of all time, Zelda. Badass. Uh, Michael Stahlberg playing a fucking Russian spy named Bob Dimitri. And we have the man himself. Doug motherfucking Jones playing the fucking fish man, the amphibian man, whatever he's, whatever the fuck he is.
5: What I actually noticed is, so when you watch it on Amazon, they actually label him as the creature from the Black Lagoon.
3: Well, that's dumb.
5: It's weird. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't label him as Abe from Hellboy.
3: (laughs) Well.
1: He's not not Abe. If anything, he's Abe's dad. He's old Greg's cousin.
5: Old
2: Greg.
3: Oh, Greg, you see my mangina? <laughs> you don't he know. does how technically he have a mangina. Ela- Eliza mm. finds out about that old Greg mangina ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this movie was released um, at the Venice Film Festival. It got fucking accolades out the ass. It went on, like we said earlier, to win the best picture at the Oscars. Uh, it had a crazy amount of nominations. I think it was thirteen nominations, and it's the first fantasy movie after Lord of the Rings: Return of the King to win Best Picture. So tonight, I mean, Trev, we're a horror podcast, kind of, sort of, mostly all the times, but this is horror adjacent. At least um, everyone I've ever heard talk about it, it's always on a yeah. horror podcast. It's you know, so I, I see, I could see, you know, what made you sort of like go this route with it. But would would everybody here consider this? a horror movie?
5: No. I nah, wouldn't. Really? No. There's nothing really horror about it, honestly. Except for the fact that he might be like a classic monster. Mhm. But other than that, no.
1: Um, I don't I don't know if I would class I, I definitely think it's horror adjacent because it's a monster film and there's definitely some horrific elements in the movie as far as the monster's treatment, um, treatment towards women in general, treatment towards Gay people in general, treatment by the government in general towards things that aren't pro-government. Yeah, it's got got kind of a 1950s dystopia thing, but it's, like, framed all pretty and shit.
5: Like, my biggest question of this movie was, like, why were they allowed to be in the room while they, like, brought him in? Because they brought him in. And also they were allowed to like clean they they were like clean up all that blood and she that's like their, picked up his fingers and everything and it was their, like
3: that, that's their job yeah
5: but you would think they would have some sort of like more uh level of clearance or... they do
3: they have a high level of clearance just to work I there i I, okay. I think I assume yeah i'm I'm pretty sure they do um because they do have
1: like security cards to get into places yeah. I think the creature's actual like facility was one of the few places they couldn't get into. With their security cards. Uh, And even then, the guy was like, hey, you only have 20 minutes, right? So, um, and they know, I mean, they know that they're in there. There's no, there's nowhere they can go. So, but I mean, somebody's got to clean it and they're not going to.
4: Yeah, they're the help.
1: I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's just another kind of nod towards like a social commentary, I guess you could say, about how, like, I mean, this is your job. Like, you're you're the help. This is, this is what you're going to do. Fuck security and every other thing, like I'm not gonna clean it because I'm a big head guy or whatever the fuck. A big you know, bitch. So they yeah, were and much.
5: they were a lot of they were all minorities too, if you notice that were cleaning. So they yeah. were like get the minorities yeah. to clean it. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's 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 definitely in there. And I'm mm-hmm. glad y'all brought up the timeline or at least the the time frame of this movie and its inspiration. The biggest inspiration for this movie is obviously the Creature from the Black Lagoon, hence Amazon mislabeling it. Also, funny that Amazon, Amazon River, whatever, jungle, uh, where the fish man yeah. was in the Creature from the Black Lagoon. But the timeline or the the uh, blah, blah, blah. the year that this movie set in is 1962, <laughs> so it's definitely like the civil rights era. All of that is in there. There's even a scene coming up we'll get to where you see that on TV, um. So that's all taking place, and I think that's all the social commentary that Guillermo del Toro wanted to talk about. This movie is about the other and the outcasts, and and not fitting into the norms. Their love doesn't fit into any norms. Her best friend's love at the time does not fit into any norms, and the fact that, like you said, Strawberry, they they, you know, you got the minorities cleaning things up. So it, it that's that's. I'm not trying to get into final thoughts at the moment, but, like, that's kind of what Del Toro has said in interviews. I mean, I watched a few before doing this because I'd only seen this movie one time when it came out. Mm-hmm. Only once. This was my second time watch for this movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And there. the magical realism that Del Toro injects into this movie, that's why I said earlier, uh, this is the most, like, Pan's Labyrinth to me. So, Trev, like, I'm I'm glad you, you brought this so I could rewatch it again. What about everybody else? Like, is this y'all's first time, second, third? It's my first watch.
5: Damn. Hmm. Wow. Okay. This is my second watch, I think. The first time I saw it, I think, was right around the time it came out. And I remember my husband talking about it being kind of related to Hellboy. And I remember at the time being like, eh, this is kind of weird. But my second watch, like, being with, like, spicy books and everything, now I'm like, <laughs> oh! Like, I actually, like, cried watching it this time.
3: Aw. That's mm-hmm. This would be the kind of movie to elicit that. Uh, Evan.
2: So This is actually technically still the first time I've watched it. I tried to watch it today, but fucking Hulu did not want to let me have it. So I'm kind of going off of memory of hearing you guys talk. And I'm like, oh, yes, yes. I'm piecing it back. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's it's in there. I remember it all. But just trying to get it back together.
3: T-Rev. Uh, my third watch. Uh this movie was originally going to be a remake of the creature from the black lagoon that's what Del Toro wanted. He's going to be he's got that Frankenstein remake coming out so uh look out for that. Also he remade Pinocchio and if no one has seen that I think that came out in 2022? 2022 or 2021. That was my favorite film of the year. It didn't make my horror list because it's not a horror movie but that was actually like my favorite movie from that year was his Pinocchio remake. I cried watching that movie. I loved it. I so, so
5: I don't mean to interrupt, but so the new Frankenstein with like um the girl who has no eyebrows from X, what's her name? Mia Goth.
4: Yeah.
3: And
5: so that movie is his movie, the uh, new Frankenstein, or are you talking about something different?
3: I don't know. I don't know who's in his, his movie. The,
5: there's a brand. It's like, I think I want to say if
3: it's um, called if it's called Lisa Frankenstein if it's called lisa frankenstein oh no
5: no, that's different no 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 not that one no there's like one with like mia goth i'm really excited actually about that frankenstein the lisa frank frankenstein actually though looks pretty interesting as somebody who grew up in that era
3: that's robin williams's daughter's first directorial movie (gasps) oh is Hmm. it
5: oh nice oh yeah, so like Oscar Isaac is in it and um, yeah. not yeah. – yes. yeah, the Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, okay.
3: That's, that's Del Toro. Yep.
5: I'm excited about that. Yes. Okay, cool.
3: Fuck yeah. When casting for the film, Del Toro said that Sally Hawkins was not only his first choice but his only choice. He wrote that role specifically for her, and he also wrote Michael Shannon's part for Michael Shannon, so he knew exactly who he wanted when he did that and he he wanted Eliza's character to be someone that you fall in love with, not just admire. he didn't want you to just look at her and like go goo goo gaga mm-hmm. you know he wanted you to actually become entranced by her and create like a luminous ethereal beauty about her and and I think I think he captured that in this movie. I ain't gonna lie her first scene I'm admiring, but by the time the movie gets into it she she takes on this whole other like this is like she's almost like the only person who gives a fuck about anything in this movie until her her uh, roommate comes around. Or not roommate, her neighbor comes around and he's like, "Oh shit," which I got. I got some issues with his character.
5: Oh, I thought he was a roommate. He's a neighbor. I love him. Yeah. No, you have issues with him. What issues? I loved him so much.
3: I, I, I do love him too. I love Richard Jenkins, but I got. I got. It's minor. It's minor nitpicking that I'll get to when we do the breakdown. Um,
5: the one he, thing that I heard about. What's her name, Sally Hawkins? So Sally Hawkins, when I guess when he when the director came to her about this movie, she was actually writing her own like screenplay about a woman who turned into a fish.
3: Oh, well,
5: yeah.
3: Oh, and that's shit.
5: I guess that's why she accepted it.
3: Nice. <laughs> this is a little a little fun thing. I read Michael Shannon was in this bar in Chicago when it was announced that the film had won Best Picture. And the bar's owner waited until like the ceremony was over to post to to their Twitter this photo of Michael Shannon just nonchalantly sitting at the bar with a pint of beer, mm-hmm. just just chilling, watching watching the ceremony while it was happening. But like he's just like, hmm, that's good. That's good that it won. Yes, <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty much. Um. Del Toro wrote a lot of backstories for all the major characters. And some of these like backstories were like 40 fucking pages long. Like he went in depth. So they had a lot to build on. And I think that that, even though we don't notice it in the movie necessarily, I think it shines through. Like you can imagine the backstory because we don't get the backstory between why Eliza and Giles are friends. We just know that they are good friends and, and he knows sign language to communicate with her and Michael Shannon's character. You could tell there's a lot going on there, even though, and I've read some complaints from some reviews where people were saying his character seemed one dimensional as fuck. And I'm like, are you watching this movie? This guy's not one dimensional, man. There's a lot going on in there where he's, he's like an empty vessel, but not in a psychopath kind of way, like an unfulfilled kind of way. Like he, he, there's something about his character where he's, it's like he has an image in his mind of what he should be, and where he's trying to go and he cannot get there he's trying but he can't get there
1: yeah he's more of a sociopath than a psychopath that's where he's that's where he's different from captain vidal i was gonna make the comparison later but i figure i might as well say it now
4: i'm
5: very surprised that people said that about his character
3: that was a big criticism i kept seeing over and over again yeah and the the Dimitri character also had a big backstory as well, and you can ima- – I, I would love to see an entire drama about his character, like just how did he end up being a scientist there and what's the deal with his Russian background and, you know, like – so Del Toro, and he does this with all of his movies. He builds a lore. He did it I, – I know for certain he did it with Pan's Labyrinth because that's the one movie of his that I was obsessed with for a long time and just watched and read everything I could about it to learn more and more he he does this with every movie apparently though like he just and the guy the guy's a cinephile this movie is inspired by countless films from the 50s the 60s even earlier than that like like the hue in the film that comes from movies that we've never even fucking heard or watched and this guy's like just talking about him like oh yes uh i i chose this window pane to look like this from this movie and this and like Everything, okay. down to the score. The score of the movie was inspired by a bunch of – so Del Toro takes his time to really put the puzzle pieces together when he makes a movie. And mm-hmm. I guess that's why this one was the one that was shining through and ended up winning a Best Picture uh, because Pan's Labyrinth easily to me could have won Best Picture. It wasn't nominated at all, but it could have. I'm not hating on Shape of Water, by the way. Like that, I'm not saying that it should have been that one over this one. This movie, no, it is what it is. It didn't
5: sound like that
3: at all. So good job, Del Toro and and team. Um, you a I- real one, <laughs> the
5: The soundtrack in this movie, the soundtrack in this movie, really is very good too. Like, and I yeah, love score's fun. Yeah, I love a good like French song in a movie too. <laughs> it gave me,
3: it gave me the Wes Anderson vibes. Yeah, a little bit. I, I was like, oh, you putting all that fancy ass foreign music in your movie, huh? Yep. And then, oh, and then yeah. Then I'm like, oh, wow. I love it. Well, and, and and it stands to reason again because Cinefile. Uh, the movie was made for about 20 million bucks. Mm. Anyone care to guess what it grossed worldwide? You no. might, 46. You, you might be surprised.
5: 46. 100,
2: 139 million.
5: Oh. 200
3: eight, million.
5: Eight, wait, I'm going to change my number. 83.
3: Rickle Bickle?
1: Oh, I'm not participating.
3: Oh. <laughs> Trevor was closest, $195 million. Go, Trevor. Hey, uh, Go, yeah. Trevor. That's actually yeah, a good
5: amount. That's a Pee good amount. Pee on the
3: floor.
5: <laughs> Pee on the floor? Oh, okay. <laughs> Clean it up, bitch. Take
1: your panties off.
5: Shit Clean on the floor. <laughs> Pee on the fucking ceiling. <laughs> I feel like this movie's very niche. Like, I feel like um, you would have to already either be into like classic horror monsters Or be somebody who's kind of into that, like romantic, the romanticizing of classic monsters. So I am very wowed by the amount too. I mean, just
2: the small amount that they spent Mm -hmm. just on setting and everything together. You know, they had it going on. Everything seemed believable for the time. I mean, twenty million is
1: not a lot, really, for a movie made seven years ago or a fucking period piece. But no, you know. You? it's crazy fish you know inflation. though
5: that people are weird about things like that you know like people are gonna be like uh, she's a fish fucker uh, uh. <laughs> like you know that people are going to be weird about this type of movie but the fact that it did so well means I think, it, there's yeah. a lot of fish fuckers out there <laughs>
3: i think a lot of people accepted it for what it was like to make that much money to win best picture it was like okay this is saying something a little bit deeper than what but on on its surface level oh my god yeah it's amazing that a best picture winner has a fish fucking scene in a fish man fucker scene it's incredible Mm -hmm. it's 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 like a horror fan's wet dream it's like wow this It's something you would see in a movie that we appreciate, like a street trash or something, like something bonkers off the wall. That's a bonkers-ass thing to happen in a movie that won
1: Best Picture, man. Del Toro took a creature feature and turned it into just enough of a romance, which is a lot, really, to to win Best Picture at the Oscars. Because, you know, they hate horror movies for whatever reason.
5: I think a big part of it, too, was like they kept bringing up like the loneliness and being alone. And I think a lot of people feel like that and being weird, like being weird, being alone because you're weird. And I think that's where this movie kind of hit home a lot where it's like, oh, this monster understands me because I can't, you know, he likes me. Like she said, he likes me even though. You know, he right. doesn't and I think that's a big part of this movie where we all do have that little bit of where we feel misunderstood and weird. And that's where I think like the fish fucking goes out of the window in that sense where it's it's more like just understanding that people like well, are weird and I, I, you feel understood.
1: I think the does a good job of making the, the fish man very humanistic. I mean it's a humanoid to begin with. Um But, like, the ability to do certain things, which I guess we'll touch on as we get into the movie. I don't want to go too crazy. But, like, communication or, or different things like that. Like, they make comments to the creature, or at least like the scientist does, makes comments towards the creature being able to communicate and have feelings and be intelligent. So I think it's easier to digest
3: the relationship because it's... Basically, uh, a fishy human. Well, there's you know? that, It's a human. Yeah. It's also, and I, I wanted to like round us off with this: is the design of the fishman was not just an afterthought or something that was barely given any credence. The design of the fishman, from the full lips to the foot fu- to the fucking cake butt, was well <laughs> thought out. Yeah. Doug oh. Jones. Doug Jones has gone on record as saying he wishes he could have kept that ass for himself. <laughs> um, that was an
5: ass. That he's, ass, he's like honestly.
3: He said it's the best ass he's ever had in a film, ever. Mm-hmm. It um, was a
5: nice ass. <laughs> it was a very it nice was, it ass. It was a spicy ass. Oh my God. Like, as a spicy person, what, looking at that, uh, looking at her ass, looking at both of them. Both of them were spicy. Both of them looked good. I liked what? looking at both of them.
3: Whenever they made the Fishman costume, which took two and a half hours, amazingly to only two and a half hours to put on Doug Jones. And I want to emphasize this is not CGI on that Fishman. That's a costume.
5: Except for the eyes, right? The eyes there, look there, there's like yeah.
3: some slight CGI enhancements, but he's wearing a costume. Yeah. And even the bioluminescent part of him is paint. That's not that's not CGI. The bioluminescent really? shit glowing on him
5: mm-hmm. is paint. Wow, I didn't know
3: that del toro went balls to the wall and had and had a team of people that were willing to go balls to the wall with him to make this this fairy tale a reality and goddamn, like i said extend your fucking fishy fin pinky finger because we're about to get fancy y'all
0: j'avoue je bavé pas vous
4: mon amour avant d'avoir eu vous
5: Can I ask, how do you get a job like that?
3: What, being a cleaning lady?
5: How do you get a job in a, like, top-secret 1960s, what is it? I feel like it's kind of I mean, like, let's say, isn't it? 62. two, two, yep. so let's say, like, not that it's Area 51, but, like, how do you get a, a job as a cleaner in, like, an Area 51 in 1962? Because I want it.
3: You probably have to have some background that has like substantial integrity. Uh, like this person's not, you know, they, they, they're gonna definitely do a crazy background check on you. You probably mm-hmm. had to have gone to, like, so Zelda's character, who gets constantly fucked with by Michael Shannon, he's a racist, right? Mm-hmm. So he's being racist towards her. He's a man of the times, so to speak, uh, the mm-hmm. average man of the times, and he's got his, just racist connotations his thoughts whatever he automatically assumes she's uneducated she's very educated he's just assuming because he's racist so Mm -hmm. they both had to have gone to school college something so their background is already like stacked to get that kind of a job i imagine and uh that's just where i guess it would start and and again integrity like because again this is government you got a fucking russian spy in this movie this dude must have been checked thoroughly but because he works for the Russians they can fake enough to get him in so he got in. And we're going we're going to get to those characters but this movie starts with an underwater title card and it's like at first it seems like it's a sunken ship or something and you got Giles narrating over it talking about a fairy tale mm-hmm. the the uh the princess without voice. I love that. I love how Del Toro writes that into his or, or Vanessa, whoever wrote that great job. I love the fairy tale aspect of it. I'm a monster
1: that almost ruined everything. And, you know, right away that, you know, because it's a Del Toro movie and because of the concept going in, you know, you know, that that monster is Michael Shannon. And I, I, I just I love that about the title card or the I- opening rather.
3: I love it on the second watch, man. On the first watch, I didn't know what was going to happen, you know? So yeah. I was kind of – I was kinda, Well, I
1: I knew already knew this movie was about a lady falling in love with a fish man, so I was right. like, okay, <laughs> right on. I was like, Michael Shannon's the bad guy. He's the monster.
3: Gotcha. But you're right mm. on. You're right on because Del Toro himself is like – when he first saw Frankenstein as a child, when he saw the image of Frankenstein walking backwards to that door and then turning around, yeah. He he as a child was like, This is a godlike figure, a messiah figure, someone who will suffer and, and and is a product of suffering. Like that's the way he looked at Frankenstein. So he himself is Eliza in real life. He's in love with the monsters that he makes and puts in his movies. Like so you're you're right on point with that, dude. The monsters are the are the 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 humans and and yeah, Michael Shannon is the is the bitch in this movie. He's yeah, they all, have
5: our heart. Than the humans do
3: mhm and, and I, I love I love that the way the title sequence settles down is like it gets revealed that underwater here is eliza's apartment that's that's where we're actually at, so when it settles down, it's like, okay, here we are, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome opening shot, the title the like the title card, title of the movie <laughs> it's all underwater. I'm in love that they're he's keeping the theme right here and water plays a big part in the whole mm-hmm. fucking thing. Especially the poem at the end. I'm kind of getting chills like like thinking about it. <laughs> Spoilers for final thoughts. Uh, Eliza gets up and she sets her little egg timer. This is this is what we were talking about earlier, her routine life. She she's got she's got this routine. She loves her life, it seems to me. Uh she lives above a movie theater that she can hear through her floorboards. She's a big fan of the cinema, just like Del Toro. Again, he is Eliza, and she's just getting her morning started, a little bit of boiling eggs, a little bit of masturbation.
5: (laughs) (laughs) She
1: she sleeps on a couch. She don't have a bed. She sleeps on a couch.
5: I I didn't notice that. Wow. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay.
5: So you think that that's all that had to do with, like, The clocks and the timing was just her routine because I almost felt like it had to do with more that maybe like wasn't just clear to the eye because there were so many times that there were like clocks and I I I think
1: I think some of it reinforces some of her studiousness as as a I don't want to say middle aged woman because she doesn't really look that old but I'm guessing she's in her thirties maybe yeah right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the, I don't think the movie ever like
3: really alludes to how old she is specifically. No, but she but, seems like a late thirties, early forties type of. Yeah, chick.
1: so so I mean, she she's somebody that's been around, um. But I like like the notion that like she's very used to just being by herself and having her routine, and I think that's part of her character. So like she she checks her calendar every day. She writes stuff down. She sets timers. But I mean, she lives by a schedule, right? And that just all. More reinforces the notion that like her life is just she's
3: always late, late every day. She's always late for work though.
5: Shit. Yeah, oh, that's me. But I would always be early that is for probably, work. Though. Oh,
3: well, and she, yeah. she brushes her shoes, not her teeth. Her shoes. Yeah, that's weird. First, she goes and meets uh Giles, Richard Jenkins's character, and they watch mm-hmm. Bojangles and Shirley Temple do the fucking stare dance. There's a lot of iconic. For old yeah. school movie fans, mm-hmm. I iconic- kind Again,
1: again, cinephile.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yep.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah. Right off yeah. the bat, I was like, yeah, El Toro. Yeah, even I know that scene. Yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. what the fuck it is or what it's from, but I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a yeah. reference to, you know, classic cinema. I
3: don't know the movie, but I know Shirley Temple- And Bojangles, like Trev said, I know the scene. I don't know the, I couldn't tell you the movie. I've never seen the movie. It's, it's an iconic scene is what it is. Everyone
1: knows it. They just, no
3: one knows what it's from except Del Toro. (laughs) I like how they do their little cute, like feet shuffling together. Like you could tell. Oh,
5: that was so cute.
3: It that's, was. That's part of the background that I'm wondering. Like, so, did they dance together in a troupe? Like, what did they do? Because they both can tap. They know how to tap. And they she both even... used
1: to tap dance really well. But then, while they were doing a duet one day, a oh. tap dance duet, both of their shoes flew off
4: <laughs> it hit like yeah. a
1: chandelier in a ballroom, and it killed like 30 people.
4: <laughs> and then, and then
1: she lost her voice, and he became gay. Oh
4: shit!
3: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> of um, yeah. Well, That's where how was I just now? I like how when she's leaving the apartment, she even does a little tap dance in the hallway. Like you could tell. Yeah, it's knows. so great.
1: At this point, I'm a- I'm already in love with her. She's adorable. She's fun. I I, I already love this character.
3: When she comes out downstairs, uh, like this scene where the guys are putting up the title cards for the next movies at the theater. There's one biblical movie there um, that has to tie into later on with Michael Shannon's character and the story of Samson and all that. There's biblical themes in this movie because del Toro is a lapsed Catholic, and um, they, they play into a lot of his films. But you just pick that up watching del Toro. But the movie under that is Mardi Gras, so nightclub. I saw that, and I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I don't know what that movie is, but I was like, oh. No, no, no. But But did you listen to the the theater
1: owner? He's like, Mardi Gras? It needs to have two S's. It's supposed to be Mardi Gras. Nah, yeah, fuck him. And I laughed, because I was like, that's fucking wrong.
3: wrong I like how you said
5: theater. (laughs) Theater. How did you say that? Theater. 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 He said
3: theater, theater, theater. That was
5: very nice. I liked it. That's my theater.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She gets on the bus with this guy. Okay. This dude right here, he's got a birthday cake with one slice cut out of it. Yeah. This dude is Morgan Freeman from Bruce Almighty pretending to be God. (laughs) He's a birthday bum pretending to be God. He's more God Freeman. Not Morgan yeah. Freeman, more God Freeman. <laughs> That's what yeah, it
1: man. Is. My, my man had almost a whole cake, bro, going onto a bus,
3: dude. What was and he I'm like, doing?
1: I'm like, bro, there's a reason you you gotta you gotta go to the big section. Can't even say the big and tall section because you ain't really tall, but just the big section.
3: <laughs> That's me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing with that birthday cake? This is dude, never bro. addressed in the movie at all. It's and just so, there. So. There is but I
4: love
3: it's just like a visual. So yeah, I love works- all
1: this shit going on right here in this part, though. So she she works the night shift, so this guy's probably going home
4: That's while right. she's
1: going to work, right? Right. Right. So maybe he had his birthday and he's like, "Here's a piece of cake. I'm taking the rest because it's my birthday."
3: Eliza shows up to work late with Zelda, who's bitching constantly about her husband Brewster. Oh, she yeah. is just bitching. My Brewster, she,
1: look, she loves that man. Deeply, uh, just say. I, I, lo- I love Zelda. Zelda oh, is yeah. my favorite character.
3: Zelda has, she's a
5: badass.
3: She's she, a badass. She has yeah. some of the best lines, and she tells her, "I butter both sides of that man's bread like he's a child." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like, if he, if his farts were flattery, he'd be Shakespeare. <laughs> Wait, did she
5: say that? Because you're making yes. me think she actually – she did? Yes. <laughs> yes. Really
3: yes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Oh, my God. Where was I?
3: And this is also all Del Toro and Vanessa Taylor, by the way, nice. writing these lines. It. Just okay. saying, like, the, the, this is – but it's, but the performance is oh – we're not even doing this movie justice. If you're listening and you've never seen this, shut the fucking show off and go watch the movie because you got to. You got to. And then come back. Please come back. Baby, come back. Baby, Um, come back. They work in this secret fucking government laboratory as cleaning ladies. They're down there fucking dusting off grand propellers for top secret government planes. All the while, Zelda's bitching about Brewster. And Eliza's just like, oh, I know you. And they're old friends. You find out later in the movie they've known each other for, like, Ten, 10 or, years. I think least. it was thirteen years. I think she says thirteen. So they know each other. Like they—they they are. Yeah. And I like how Zelda's always looking out for her when she's late to work. She lets mm-hmm. her cut in front of Yolanda, and she's like, "Yolanda, give it a break." Like, yep. <laughs> but Yolanda. I feel
5: like that's speaks... stop
3: waffling, Yolanda. <laughs> waffling, Yolanda.
5: <laughs> that speaks for Eliza's character. I think oh, that shit. in that time that she had been good friends with zelda for so long because it shows you that she was like more compassionate and a real person that in those in that time period that she was friends with somebody that like other people would you know put down
1: for sure mm-hmm. not a lot of people would have been friends with their black coworkers. yeah you know straight up
5: so it shows you that eliza is a good person so
3: you're right. a real one, and to and to to talk again about the minority aspect of this movie, Eliza, her last name is Esposito. So, you know, you get oh, right she there. is a minority. Yeah, she, you're yeah, tr- mm-hmm. you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. Spanish or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I don't or could be Italian because there's some Italian Espositos out there. Frank, Frank, yeah, my boy Frank.
5: I'm Italian.
3: H.P. Brody. <laughs>
5: My last name means uh, table maker.
1: My last name means white car. Yeah. We,
5: <laughs> white car.
1: Blanchard. Yeah. Blanchard. <gasps> Blanchard. Wow. My last name means Prairie John.
5: Prairie John. So you were Prairie some God. kind of Western. Your ancestors yeah. were like Western? I think, I
1: think they just worked in prairies like peasants or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, we maybe lived, they we like live ran. in a bunch of prairies. So, right. You know. yeah. Yeah.
3: So Michael Shannon shows up with a fucking like big secured tank full of water with something yeah. thrashing around inside of it and Eliza's like a magnet she just walks right up to it yeah and you know they haul that shit away and they're like oh my god she's uh she's talking to Giles later that i guess it's that morning cuz she works nights and he's talking about uh Tantalus again del toro writing shit in into here that's like you know the lore the the mythology uh i forget the story he tells i should have wrote that down but that's why we get the word tantalizing um i wish i had something more for that but they're at they're so cool i i liked it i liked it i just don't remember what it was um they're at dixie doug's which is some diner where uh giles is trying to buy some pies (laughs) some sweetie pies because he's he's got He's got the sweetie pies in his eyes for the guy. For the that... guy, yeah. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
3: I like how when they're going in there, he's he's like, uh, "Does does my hair look okay?" Because he's balding, and he's mm-hmm. wearing he's wearing a wig, and he's like, "But it's not a wig; it's a toupee; it's French." <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Eliza doesn't like key lime pie. We learn because they take some key lime pie home. The whole the whole reason they went there was for the sweet the sweetie pie man, but uh, they they get the key lime pie. She hates it. And um maybe this is the scene actually where they do the little tap dancing on the floor. I don't I remember. Think
5: you're right, I think you're right.
3: I might, I might have yeah, I might have misspoke earlier. Uh, but I, I don't remember. Oh, she is watching a scene. She changes the channel and sees that there are these people getting hosed down. And Giles is like, "I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. Yeah. He don't want. He don't want no part of it. And that plays into his character in this movie. And where my Slight gripes will come in a little bit later, but he's like a he's like a he's a follower and he's a powerless character until he's
5: until the end, basically. Almost.
3: Yeah, almost. And 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 we'll we'll get to those scenes. But yeah, so he's kind of like this dead fish who who, you know, and I get it, man. When the world beats you down with its darkness, you don't want to fucking see it. Sometimes you don't want to deal with it. But then there's a part of you that, you know, you got to know what's going on. You got to be aware, but whatever. So this movie has some commentary. I don't know exactly what it's trying to say with his character and this, this scene in particular and what his character represents throughout the whole film. It's just things I, I picked up on about him where he just, he just limply.
1: I reject your reality and substitute my own.
3: <laughs> and, and that. You know, fair play, but but his is is an apathetic one, it seems, or mm-hmm. or a defeat, or a defeated one. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I get it, I get why, but I'm not on board with it because I have a fire in me, so I I don't like it. So I'm like, ah, no. But but other people might feel different. But that's my feeling on it. That's a, that's a my feeling on it. <laughs> I'm yeah. going, I'm going, shuttle the Italian. Dude, mm-hmm. when, Sa- when Sam said sup? <laughs> yeah, bro, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> it killed me. Anyway, um, sorry. So she changes the channel. They do their little foot tap scene, and he he tells her, "I like this line." He says, "If I could give my younger self a piece of advice, I'd say take better care of your teeth and fuck a lot more." Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm That's like, good "Advice." He says that. He's like, no, it's good advice. It's good. He's reassuring. Like, yeah. The next morning, she goes through her routine again, and uh, she's boiling them eggs up, masturbating and all that shit, and goes to work. Zelda's still bitching about Brewster. And, Ricky, this has got to be some of your favorite lines of the
4: movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't remember him word for oh, word. The, but, no, yeah, the, the, the,
3: the pissing. <laughs> Some of the greatest yeah. minds in this country still manage to piss all over the floor. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, men just grow up to be children. And then I look at the nightclub and I'm like, yeah, it's true.
5: <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. So that was like right before the scene where he gets fucking wrecked.
3: Who, Michael Shannon's? Yes.
5: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that is so like when you see that scene in real time, you're like, that's sexy. Like when I was watching that as a person who reads spicy books and stuff, I was like, Oh hell yeah. Like when he comes out and he's just like bleeding, you're like, I love that. I loved that part.
3: Wait, that's spicy?
5: It it was spicy to me, yes. Yes, to me it was spicy.
3: Because he was shoving his fingers in that fish man's mouth?
5: No, because it was like <laughs> he's an asshole. And yeah, because he, he's like an asshole who just got wrecked by like the main Ooh. sexy Excellent. fish character.
3: The like alpha, he, the alpha like fish. and blood.
5: There's something about like blood. Like I, maybe it's just me.
3: No, it's Ricky too.
5: Yeah, I like seeing like
3: he loves like blood. Mm-hmm. Like
5: blood is like a um. Like a sexy uh, uh, thing sometimes. to me, sometimes yes, sometimes. But like in that scene, like not for him, I didn't feel sexy, but for um, like fish I, guy, fish guys. Like I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, like no, yeah, so, yeah.
1: yeah. You, you like you like that alpha mentality. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. fuck you up.
5: Yeah, that was so like upper so, so, so in my so world.
2: Like sexy blood. Are you? What about like uh, <laughs> it when she was in the damn bathroom with all that fucking Yeah, no, work. see,
5: I guess it's different, like, in this sort oh, okay. of scene, okay. like, because okay. he wrecked, like, somebody who was an asshole. So then you, we asserted that this guy was, like, an asshole, blah, 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 and then you see him get wrecked by the character that is the main... She Love interest. She
3: loves the scene in, in American History X when Edward Norton curbs like, Sega. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
5: you know what? It took me <laughs> so long. I have to rewatch it to tell you if it's like sexy or not. It's, Let it's me take not, my glasses it's not, off. It's not, and... it's
4: not.
0: It's not. It's not sexy. Sexy. Is it
5: not sexy? No, Wait, but no, no. like, you don't know. No, you don't no. know how I feel. No,
0: I don't know how you feel, but I feel. I remember It's not
5: sexy. Oh, is it racist? I feel like it's, yes. A... Oh, yes. No, no, it's I...
0: racist. Yes. racist. It's
5: racist. never mind. Holy
0: never shit. Mind. That's so I, barely, I
5: it's oh, been God. like, I think I was like 16 or 17 the last time I saw that movie. Okay, I'm never just, mind. Yeah. I'm just
3: making the darkest jokes I can. <laughs> oh. boy's in his no, tiny like, whiteies. You see him just... <laughs> like
5: come out and he's like fucking bleeding and he's like, because eh, he's like a young damn, ass
2: motherfucking Edward Furlong the whole damn time.
3: Oh, my God. No, okay, yeah, so Michael Shannon did take a piss, like y'all were saying mm-hmm. earlier, with his fucking hands on his hips. He washed his hands before taking a piss, but not after, and he has a whole philosophy ab- about it.
4: Yes,
1: yes. He's like, gross.
3: if a man washes his hands both times, that's a flaw in character. Yeah, exactly, and he pops a candy in his mouth right after pissing. Yeah,
1: right after he pisses, he yeah. puts that candy in his mouth. And I'm just like, bro, I don't know what kind of character flaws you fucking talking about. Yeah,
0: but. <laughs> sorry,
3: I'd ra- I'd rather hold my dick with dirty hands and wash them afterwards than wash before and then you know, yeah. Although yeah. he never yeah.
5: touches his dick in that scene. I don't think from what I remember he like well, held he has to he he kinda,
3: really like, held his pants hands out
5: like Yeah, yeah right? right? He like held his hands out like <laughs> like he was supposed
4: to- <laughs>
1: Yeah, but his pants didn't his pants didn't drop all the way to the floor, so he had to fish that motherfucker <laughs> oh, out of there. Oh, I wish they would have. <laughs> God, it would have been so awesome. Pun
4: intended, Oh uh, no, no, not at all, actually. No.
5: How do you guys feel about the part where she, like, throws water on the blood, and then she, like, picks his fingers up, like, barehanded, and she kind of looks at them like... Oh, these are his uh, fingers, and then like puts them in the bag. Like it's
3: the 1960s, f- man. All of this is fair play to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel yeah. like I feel like even in the 60s, people were just way so, more fuck it.
1: Well, I also I also feel like like so the scene where he's like pissing in front of them and stuff like that. I feel that that's just another way to portray like how much of a of a piece of shit he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Not yeah. Just a, not just a racist but like his feelings
3: towards women women yeah because like because right. like
1: man I'm not I'm not pissing in the bathroom when
3: there's women right there cleaning in you know, the bathroom he says go about your business I'm sure I'm sure it's just girl talk yeah and yeah he proceeds to whip his dick out and talk about it mm-hmm. but was yeah. it
5: big no I'm kidding
3: no, he but he this wasn't is, talking about his dick. He was talking about the cattle prod because Eliza was looking at it, and when he leaves yeah. with that cattle prod, there's blood on the sink, so you know yeah. he was beating the shit out of that fish boy. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, this is this is '62. You know? We want in fish Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, well, I mean, we also motherfuckers have a lot of shit going on in 60.
3: The civil rights all play into this big time, big mm-hmm. big time, mm-hmm. um, and, and down to the cattle prod. The blood, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all in there, and yeah, Yeah. they find they find his severed fingers to jump ahead to to the next scene uh, because he comes out with the severed fingers. They get tasked Zelda and Eliza do to clean up that room real quick, and she she's got to fucking you know, I guess do the right thing. I would say do the right thing and return the fingers to their proper owner. I would, you know, and my let's.
1: Let's let's highlight that scene though, real quick, just just to say, because uh, they're in the hallway and like they hear like the commotion, right, of yeah. him getting his fucking like stuff bitten off, and then they hear gunshots, and they actually talk about like how many gunshots it was, which I think Eliza said what like five, I can't remember the I number, know. but that's when like they're like, holy shit, what's going on, basically, right? And then, and then they're on their way to lunch apparently because they're they're like about to sit down and eat lunch. Yeah. And then that, and then that's when this guy's like,
3: "Hey, I need y'all like right now." That's Fleming, I think. He's like the little toady of the lab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: The guy with the straight up hair. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: like he he would be the guy that would be in charge if uh fucking what's his face like wasn't there,
3: right? Dim- Dimitri?
5: Yeah, Dimitri.
3: Oh, no, Michael Shannon. No, no. Yeah, oh. yeah, Michael yeah, Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Michael so. Shannon's character, by the way, is part of the army. He's a colonel. Just to mm-hmm. clarify, he's a colonel. That's why he's below General Hoyt, who we see later. Um, they, I don't know if they say Michael Cannon's rank. Michael Cannon. Michael I... Shannon's rank.
5: <laughs> is that he, the guy where he's like, I got five stars? No, no, no. no, that's yeah, the no, other that's guy g- who's like, I got five stars.
3: Yeah, that's General that's Hoyt. That's general. Yeah. yeah. You
1: see these stars? You You know what that means? (laughs) That means I can do whatever the fuck I want.
5: Yeah, wow, Ricky, get it? Look, man, five five
1: star generals are fucking. That's a different breed, cause.
5: You God. know what, can I tell you what, if you want to get me out of my room, though, if you, like, boiled some hard eggs, or if you <laughs> hard-boiled some eggs, and you're like, Chrissy.
3: Boiled some hard eggs, cousin. You were
5: like, hey, come- you want to wake up and come out of your room, give me some hard-boiled eggs, because I would wake up for that. For real, so. for
3: real.
1: This fucking guy gives them, like, 20 minutes to clean up something that should probably take, like, two hours to clean, right? <laughs> hmm it's like, you got 20 minutes, so
3: fucking... Not when you work in a government lab, cousin. You it don't... is. Apparently not. No. It
5: is gross. They just, like, throw water on the blood and, like, kind of, like...
3: Well, uh, I think that's, it.
5: that's
1: one of the benefits of having direct drainage in that room. Yep. You know? Oh, it's, it's just... That's the only way that you really clean it up so quickly. You're right. So, but yeah, she finds
3: the fingers and... <laughs> she gives um, them back to Michael Shands. Yeah. She's like, here you go. And this is where Zelda's got that line. Michael well, Shanzibar. <laughs> Zelda said this before before this scene, but like, she's like, "Sharp people are mean." That's where my ears perked up, and I'm looking at the movie because I'm five yeah. four, and I'm like, yeah. "What?
0: Oh, oh sure. Yeah.
5: Wait, she said. I was, was laughing, ball. She said, I, "Like sharp people." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did she say? She. Was... Oh, I, I erased it so much you can't even I, see I it.
1: I almost messaged Travis. No, I say? was. I, you, why'd I looked you erase it? Recent. You have a pencil. I I looked at Teresa, and I was like, we're going to be clowning Travis later for this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm (laughs) short.
5: I'm 5'2", or I'm like almost 5'3". I'm like, I say I'm 5'3", but I'm like 5'2". I'm short, so I'm a little weird backstabber too, so don't worry.
3: <laughs> We're stabbing backs. We're stabbing
5: fucking backs. Let's do it.
1: Damn. Yeah, they're stabbing the back of my knee, fucking assholes. You're like
5: super tall, right, Trevor? <laughs> Aren't you like six something I
1: mean, I'm six five. I'm I'm tall. That's I'm not fucking like, tall I'm goddamn high.
5: tall, dude. That's <laughs> fucking I yes, told I you I think that's like book boyfriend tall. That's like when people are like, and my book boyfriend they're like, he was like six. Five with wings. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. In the next scene, Eliza sees the fish man for the first time. This is yeah, when Bob. she goes up to the tank cleaning that shit up and she's like Well this is a little bit later, but she's like, Oh my lords. Cause he comes up to her and he's like, Hey, what's up, girl?
5: Records <laughs> and boiled eggs.
1: He he rippled his fins a little bit. He was like Yeah. He mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: wants some of this? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Eliza's taken and she goes and tells Giles about it and he's skeptical but he's also like down to go get more pie like real quick and he's making his little painting about the jello ad so Giles' character is a um, an ad man he make, he paints pictures for ads which in this day and age in the 60's is passé and he goes to um, I imagine he got fired from his other job because he what does he passé ha- mean?
1: I think I think it's, he
3: quit. It's, it's, Ricky,
5: it's, shut up! <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's it's like beyond like the times have moved ahead. So oh, much. it's, uh, it's he's like obsolete. With you. No, yeah. no. Fucking
1: no, I've with never him. heard someone say that word. Ricky like, it sounds pretentious. I'm just saying it <laughs> is.
5: Prote- the past set, It's past. It's past times. Like it doesn't. It's irrelevant.
3: Um. So he's <laughs> going to show his Jello ad to to this guy that I think he was romantically involved with, Brent at the his name is brent <laughs> yes or bernie bernie is it bernie or brent
5: i feel like brent makes more sense it's than brent fuck it, it's brent it's brent it's fucking so brent brent he's brent he, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so he's romantic with, with this guy oh. brent that he used to work at this fucking ad agency and he's like oh you need to make the jello green because green's all the rage nowadays that plays into the movie's fucking hue. And he's like, make the make the family happier. And I like Giles' line. He's like, happier. The dad looks like he just discovered the missionary position. Yeah. <laughs> like,
5: <laughs> <laughs> Which I felt like when he said that, I was like, wait, that's not like something to be that excited about anyway. It's like, like normal. Vanilla. Yeah, he should have said something different.
3: Eliza brings the fish man some boiled eggs. And that boy is pissed off at first. Like, who the fuck are you? What are you doing here? Bringing me these bald eggs. But he takes the bald eggs. She shows him, like, the sign for egg. The sign language. Yeah. Like, this is an egg. Which he later does in the movie. So he get he picks up on that shit. That's dope. Uh, Michael Shannon summons the cleaning ladies. Because that's what they did back then. And this is where he's racist as fuck. He's He's like... Uh, assuming that like uh zelda's character is
5: I expensive. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: that she's fucking ignorant but she's one-upping him every step of the way which i, I thought was fucking hilarious and he's he tells him like the origin story basically of <laughs> like him finding this fish man he's like i basically went knock on his door drug him out of his house while he was having dinner with his family hosed him down and cattle prodded the shit out of him Like that's that's basically Mm -hmm. what he that's basically what the movie is saying. And I got some gripes about this too a little bit later. A little bit later. You
5: know what's so sexy at this point? Like he like he starts learning like her sign language. So this big buff fucking fish monster starts learning her sign language, and this is where it starts getting very spicy, because you're like he's like egg. Egg, and you're like, Yeah, fucking egg, dude. Um, that's around <laughs> this time where you're like, This is where I was like, Hell yeah, like it's very sexy. Just saying, go well. On. That the,
3: the fact that an egg plays into the whole movie. I mean, an egg, I you like know.
5: boiled eggs. Like, you want to, like, again, you want to bring me out of my room?
3: Well, not, not, not the food, me... I'm talking about like metaphorically, egg, oh. an egg. Is... Egg.
5: I just think of the Danny DeVito egg.
3: Right, but but like for the movie, like <laughs> it, it's it's the it's the where the sperm goes. It's the egg. It's the the origin of life.
1: Well, it's also sex like ties it. It's also the main character breaking out of her shell. Oh, <laughs> yes. no, it's true though. Think about it. Yeah, you're right.
2: You're right. Absolutely.
1: Because you, you could argue that like her monotony of her schedule and her life is her in the eggshell. Just chilling. Wow. You could like also that, say match. that eggs are very tasty. Trevor. Yeah. And they go
3: good with some cheese <laughs> and some bacon. <laughs> they they Jesus do, but, but, but Trevor just... tre- Trevor, a thought like that, that's why you're not good content. I'm not good content, <laughs> Trevor. Right, right. Yeah, you're not, not good. good not good
0: at all, bro. Oh,
4: not
5: don't, don't you all. dare say that to Trevor. Trevor is I a did precious, I, I did not.
1: Of... T T Boo did, 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 did not say that. You did no no, he didn't. T-Boo is is quoting someone else.
5: Oh, okay. Who said that? You're precious. I Um, like the
3: line where Michael Shannon says, (laughs) I know this is fucked up, but I like the line. I still have my thumb, my trigger, and my pussy finger. (laughs) Yep.
5: I was going to put that (laughs) out of the pussy finger thing. Yeah.
3: Although I would feel
5: like your pussy finger would be your middle finger. He did still have his middle finger. It was like.
1: Well, no, that. No, the, the, the middle finger is the pussy finger.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Your your
5: trigger finger is your pointer finger. Oh, pussy finger, trigger finger. Okay, yeah. Because I was like, I don't want this. his
3: forefinger. Um, but he's on the phone with General Hoyt when he's telling him that, and he goes. This is this is where I dive into Michael Shannon's character a little bit because he goes home, his breakfast is hot, his kids love him. They get excited when he comes home, which makes me think he's not a bad dad the fact that they like seeing him that they they're not scared when he comes home it's like they love their dad he's not a mean evil daddy so mm. he's not a bitch daddy. at home like he is at work right this is I, i'm really trying to dissect this character because i think there's more there than what the one dimensional haters say his kids love him guess. his son kisses yeah. him on the cheek i you know, do agree with you There's nary a word about it. He accepts it fully and his wife wants to fuck him and he fucks like a dumbass.
5: What is is that? I do agree with you. And I and he when he comes to like Eliza and he's like, I like that you're so silent and like, oh, like for a moment, I was like, this is kind of hot that he's like coming to her like. Well, he as to be a weirdo, as yeah. a weirdo. he just yeah. wants to be
1: able to yeah. cattle prod her like, and I'm she like can't scream like, like the creature Because
5: <laughs> oh, no, his no, wife was like talking. No, for real.
1: Mm, he just wants to. Be, like, he's a sadist. He wants to be able to hurt someone. And is, they he can't is he just say like, nothing?
5: Is he just somebody who like wants to do good in life and wants somebody who's like quiet? Like I do agree with that. Where I had that moment where I was like, maybe he's like a cool dude
3: somewhere. I think he mm-hmm. has – We like I villains. I don't know. If, Travis, don't know if, we like villains. I think he has a certain perspective and mindset that we not everyone would agree with or line up with, but where he feels like he's trying to be a good person that does what's right in his mind, working for the government. He has a, a thing later where he feels like he's trying to be a decent man, a good man. And that's where Hoyt's like, a decent man wouldn't have fucked this shit up. I love all that shit. That shit's hilarious.
5: Travis but likes villains. He wants villain.
3: I'm trying to spiciness. sympathize with a character that I think is getting shortchanged. I'm not saying he's great. You like the way he a... fucked. No, I did yeah. not. No, I did <laughs> not.
5: No, I did not. You, liked... you saw no, his ass. That's...
3: what the fuck was that? You like treat me like a slut. I like the way the way the way he was fucking <laughs> was like, dude, what are you doing right now? What are you doing, bro? That is not even good. And th- well, bro, then-
1: it seemed like his wife liked it. Why are you judging him? No, mm-hmm.
5: she didn't. Though no, she, she, like, she, did she was like, can you stop? Oh, she was like, can you stop? And then he was like, can you be yeah. fucking yeah.
0: silent? Well, oh, she was
1: saying something about his hand bleeding. Yeah, she wanted him to stop. Oh, she liked that. Bleeding on her. Yeah, and then believe... and then he was like, "No, stop talking because I want you to be quiet." Yeah, that's why he likes Eliza. Yeah, because she can't yeah. talk. So it's... I think he can abuse her. He can do what so, he wants to so her. I,
3: I I'm not like... disagreeing with your thing, Rick. I, I I I get that side, but I feel like there's a he's very like... predatory. I feel like he's multi-dimensional versus the people who say he's one-dimensional. I feel I'm like... not saying he's. I'm not uh... saying he's single-dimensional. So, I'm I know just you're saying not... he's
1: very predatory. I, people... I don't. I don't think he's he's like one dimensional but I do think that especially with like the timeline of of where this takes place and everything like that he's very aspiring to have like the nuclear family um image right His whole so goal like,
3: is to get away from this job so he can settle down with his family that's his whole yeah, goal Yeah uh, Yeah
1: he wants to leave Baltimore <laughs> and go on to bigger and better things
4: which is But weird. he
1: does but he does have like the very cookie cutter like yeah. family appearance, right? The wife, the two kids, the nice fulfilled. car, the nice house. But he's unfulfilled, yes, because mm. he wants something else. He's missing something. Um, um, now he's missing like that Laza.
5: weirdo vagina. Well, well, yeah, but, you but know even what? But, but, everybody but like, even, wants that weirdo vagina. Even like later on <laughs> in the
1: movie, a little a little later on in the yep. movie, like he's <laughs> that was the... he's he's reading a a like self help book about positive thinking
5: he is yeah You're because
1: right. he like he quotes to the general that like i i i, have I, I don't, to, want, I don't want to be negative, negative. Space. yes yeah. Yeah. yes yeah so i mean like it's not like he is trying to better himself in some ways that's what but i think it's saying but it's also the he's also just a major product of the times right so because because everything he's doing with the muscle well first off like he's quote unquote God fearing. So he views the monster as an evil entity as a God fearing man. Yep. So like he does he justifies the the horrific things he does because he considers it to be demonic beast, right? Which that's fucked just himself. And then like everything he's doing at that job, all the 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 circumstances, even like with the Russian scientists and, and all uh. this other stuff later on like, he justifies it all because it's all within the purview of his job at the time, which is, like, if I find Soviet spies, I'm going to fucking shoot and kill them because they're they're dangerous to America, right? So he's very gung-ho America. He's very gung-ho his job and being a better person. So, like, to say he's one-dimensional is foolish. It's just that I think maybe what he is, is is very typecast in a lot of movies that we've seen. So people try to correlate it that way, but you gotta look a little bit deeper
3: Eliza brings her lunch to the fish man and she's like laying out the eggs and playing the record player and this is when we get the romantic montage of boiling eggs they're they're cleaning they're dancing with the mops and and fucking Dimitri I love this whole part Dimitri's watching her like a creeper in the background but it's like what's going on with your character though bro cause we're gonna find out about Dimitri yeah,
1: well you already know something's Aww. up because he's not we
5: love Dimitri. He's he's definitely not out in here, right? Mm-hmm. We right. Love Dimitri. We love a good Dimitri.
3: Dimitri goes home and he pulls up the floorboards in his house and pulls out like this weird paper and shit and calls somebody and tells the Russians about the fishman. The Russians know about the fishman. They want to learn about the fishman. He has been tasked to go to America, intercept this fucking fishman. Learn what they can about his properties, which we're going to get into soon, uh, his special properties, and then come back home to Russia. So America thinks he's Bob from Wisconsin or where the fuck ever, Heartland America, but he's really a Russian spy. Eliza and um, Zelda are taking a smoke break with some of the other workers who have figured out that they can push this camera up in the loading dock area and get, get a free smoke break. This comes into play later in the movie and uh she she hides when when um Shannon like she she's seeing the fishman all the time like she's just going in there and hanging out with him she hides when Michael Shannon's character goes in there and he starts beating the shit out of the fishman but Dimitri is is again ever watchful he sees Eliza hiding in the background but doesn't say anything so he's like cuz in his heart and this is Dimitri's character in his heart he might be a russian Pretending to be an American, he might be a dude playing another dude dressed like another dude.
0: Disguised
3: as another dude, <laughs> but he's a scientist in his heart, and he cares about research. He cares about preservation of life, um, yeah. intelligent life especially. He tries mm-hmm. to convey this to the Russians, to his American superiors, like that this this creature is intelligent. It understands emotions. Like like we gotta we gotta learn from this. But when General Hoyt shows up, he tells them straight up, like Ricky was saying earlier, you see these stars, you count these stars, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And he tells them at the end of the day, it's gonna be my decision whether or not we kill this fishman or let him live. Mm-hmm. And they decide to fucking kill the fish man. So now there's a this is your clocks, Strawberry. A timer has been set on the fishman's life. And um they gotta figure out what they're gonna do. And so all these storylines are – the way this was written and and the way it plays out, for a movie made for $20 bucks, a period piece, watching it for the second time, I'm just like, God damn. Can I
5: say something that I thought was hot that is an unpopular opinion? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Do you know, like, Big Baddy, when Big Baddy Daddy is like, I bet I could make you squawk.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, very, very creepy, though. Michael
5: Shannon Cre- does come on mm-hmm. to her ass. Creepy, but not. It was good. It was nice.
3: Eliza de- develops a plan because she knows the fish man's about to about to get it, like ended, mm-hmm. and she needs help breaking him out. She's like, "Fuck, I got to get this guy out of here." She goes to Jenkins, Giles. <laughs> Jenkins, Giles. Here's where my 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 the cracks in his character start to form for me because, again. He's a limp fish. He's very like, no, this is against the law. I'm not going to help you do this. And this is where Eliza gives him her big monologue where she makes him say it. He makes me feel the way I feel because he sees me as I am. I'm paraphrasing, but it the scene's way better than I'm going to say it. And it's a great scene. But he ultimately decides to not help her. And he tries to go to his job. Uh, where he has the green Jello and the happier dad who discovered Missionary, but his old lover meets him outside and is like, yeah, now's not a good time. Basically, like, you're not getting your job back. So Giles goes to the pie shop and tries to connect with the pie owner or the pie salesman that he likes. And this is the scene where you think for a second that it might go his way, but then this black family walks in, and he shooes them away and says all the seats in his restaurant are reserved, so he's a racist. Mm-hmm. And then he's a fucking homophobe because when Giles tries to connect with him and say he'd like to get to know him better and puts his hand on his, he's like, what the fuck are you doing, old man? So this yeah. dude is like the most horrible person he can be mm-hmm. and is the complete anti-thought that Giles had in his mind romantically of what this guy was. Yeah. Now that Giles is completely broken and realizes Eliza is the only real human being in his life, he goes to help her. So again, minor critique of his character, but I'm like, you have to lose it all mm-hmm. before you fucking know what's going on. But that's
5: okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, I was that say, sounds
3: like reality. For, I, was, I mean, yeah. I hey, was gonna... Travis, Travis, okay, I need I you finish, to help
1: me break into a fucking government lab and kidnap a fish man, bruh. <laughs> I
3: mean you're not gonna do it.
5: I'm in no, love I with this fucking no.
3: fishman, dude. If you told me that, yeah. I would be with yeah. you. Yeah.
1: No, I'm just I letting you know, me. Ricky. I don't if believe Ricky, if, I don't if, 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 you. if you if you Ricky came to me It was like, Trevor, we need to go break it.
3: Okay, cool, let's go. Let's find out what's going on. I want to know about this fishman. Yeah.
1: yeah.
5: Can can I We're do gonna a find bar? out
1: on the 16th of February? Yeah,
5: boy.
3: Yeah, cut we're We're going to kidnap a dolphin (laughs) oh shit Dimitri meets with his Russian friends again and he's told like oh my gods the fish man's gonna die you got two options And, and really you only got one option you gotta kill the fish man they give him a. Kill
1: the white man. I mean, the fish man. <laughs> yeah. Kill the fish. Kill the
3: fish, man.
5: kill the
4: fish.
3: They give him this little device that's going to, like, set off the fuse box and fucking turn the power out for, like, five minutes if he's lucky. Because mm-hmm. it's a government facility and they should have backup power, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Oops. yeah. Oops. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my God, I got to kill my fish man that I love in my hearts. Michael Shannon. This dude goes to look at cars and he gets sold immediately, immediately, like no tactics, no negotiations. This salesman tells him, you're the man of the future. You should be in this That's car. That's what
1: happened when I bought my truck.
3: Word <laughs> for word.
1: Oh, oh, no. <laughs>
3: Ricky was like, this truck is black. And he's like, it's charcoal. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he, he's like, I don't want no green Cadillac. He's like, it's teal. And teal. Le- Eliza comes up with a plan. She gets uh, Giles to use his artistic ways to paint up his car to look like a laundry service and fake some IDs so he can get into the loading dock. And she's going to fucking sneak the fishman out through the laundry. Michael Shannon with his rotting fingers. It's a good plan. I think it's a good plan.
0: Storm the gates.
3: Storm the gates. That that's the next scene where he puts the moves on Eliza and he tells her, "I could bet I can make you squawk a little." That's why oh, I, I, I got it written oh, down. I got it written. I down. have it written I, down
5: too, Boo. I already crossed it out because I mentioned it. I loved it.
1: I, I I felt just like Eliza
3: when whenever uh fucking yeah, Dimitri... I felt just like Eliza. Like uh, <laughs> no, I
5: felt like uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I thought about his dead fingers and I'm like, no, no, thanks.
5: You want those? Fingers he rips off later in the movie. You want those pussy dead fingers Ugh. in your in your I bussy, like pussy. Fingers. In your pussy.
3: The bus. I don't yeah. have one of those. Well,
5: was that just lightning behind you, Travis? Wow.
3: Yes. Always. Uh, um Dimitri begs for more time with the fish man. He's like pleading with fucking Michael Shannon, like, come on man, uh Eliza <laughs> is setting her plan in motion <laughs> and Dimitri decides to help her. He, he sees what she's doing, where she's going to sneak aw- around and, like, push the camera up in the smoking, secret smoking section at the loading dock. He's catching on, man. And he puts his fucking little contraption up against the fuse box, and he's like, You got, like, five minutes, man, when this shit goes off. <laughs> Come on, girl. Fucking Jenkins, he's getting caught at the goddamn guard shack. The guard starts rubbing his fucking fake IDs away. Like the the ink's coming off and it's like, God damn, it's all getting ruined, but no, the power goes out, the fuse box goes off, and um who fucking Oh yeah, the uh The Dimitri, doctor Dimitri. Dimitri takes out the guard with a fucking injection. He yeah. injects he injects that boy. Yeah, he, he <laughs> <did>. <laughs> and as they're they get the fucking oh this is when Zelda was also watching Eliza and she's like seeing she's up to some shenanigans. And at, at first she's questioning it, but then she's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna help my friend." And yep. she helped she helps them get the fish man escape, a, like escape away in the laundry basket. Let's go, get in the fucking car. They all get in the car. Uh, your boy, goddamn Jenkins, takes out the teal Cadillac, wrecks the shit out of it. I love that part. <laughs> like all of this is so <laughs> climactic, though. Like, yeah. and we're not even at the end of the movie. Like yeah, this is, yeah, this is right. like happening amazingly and while uh, Michael Shannon is watching the security cameras and realizes something is wrong so he's a smart cookie he knows that shit's not right so like it's all converging at the same time great scene, great escape scene, like Trev said a great heist, heist of the fish man is happening right now
1: yeah the heist was good
4: yeah yep. It was. Um, I I can't wait
1: for Shape of Water too with George Clooney and <laughs> Brad Pitt, Tom
3: uh, Tom Cruise. The fishman now lives with Eliza in her salty bathtub. So here's another part of the movie where I take umbrage. Um, they pulled this creature out of the Amazon River. Yeah. The Amazon River is a freshwater river. Right. Why does he need salt to live? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Look Massive plot hole. Massive, huh? I would say. Yeah. Anyways, I'll look past it because the movie's that damn good. But he, does he live in a salt lake? Does he live damn in a Travis. He lives damn in the Travis. salt marsh.
2: Look at you getting on it. This is how much it's got to be. Salt.
3: Bruh, I'm, I, just, I was like, wait, what? What is happening right now? Yeah. But, but I let it go because, again, the story is that good. So Eliza's Absolutely. got him living in the fucking salt tub. And they're they're fucking feeding this boy some salts and he's alive. And she goes out one night to work and um Giles is left to fucking look after him. He falls asleep talking to him, and my boy sneaks in <laughs> he sneaks in the room and he sees the cat. And this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie because he, the cat sees him. Oh the yeah, cat- boy. <laughs> Yeah, boy. The cat's like, nah, cuz I don't like the the cut of your jib. And that's mm. that fucking fish man is like, well, I'll cut your jib wide open, boy. I'll cut your jib for you, bro. That that fish he eats man that cat. <laughs> he, he eats he that cat. cat
1: head first, head first. Yeah, my bro. boy said head first. I was like, damn, bro. The brain. Whatever. He wants to eat the brain. He's, He's a, a zombie. zombie fish. Yeah, I don't
3: blame him. Giles finds him. He's like, no, no. And the fish man freaks out. He's like, what? And he fucking cuts Giles and runs away. And he phones uh, Pandora. Eliza.
5: He eats Pandora.
1: That's right. The cat's the- name is Pandora. Mm-hmm. I remember liking that.
3: He opened Pandora's box.
2: If not the litter box, I'm sure.
3: No. Pandora's litter box. Nice. Oh, shit. Man. God. Ooh. Could you I imagine that fucking right
2: cosmic... Episode? <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Eliza finds him in the theater next, like uh, r- right underneath their apartment. He's watching this movie. He's like completely just enchanted by this movie he's watching. She brings him back home. And I like that the fish man immediately is like, dude, I'm sorry. I was scared. You scared the shit out of me. That's why I cut you. But let me put my hand on your head, and you put your hand on my head. I'm going to make you grow your hair back. And you don't need a toupee no more, and I'ma heal your fucking your fish wounds. Yeah, so it was pretty awesome. Homeboy was worshipped like a god in the Amazon, and he has healing properties. Yeah, because he, he was
1: growing everyone's hair back. <laughs> okay, so but <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold
3: on, hold on, They didn't hold on, need hold on. just for men in the Amazon. <laughs> so
1: there's a- he was he was their source of Viagra too. Look, but they went with Ed. I tried to tell you it's better to just get banged by the fishman than pay for your health care. I tried no. to tell you. No. So, but but anyway, I do want to point out that like, so right like, right after that, then we kind of get into like another monotonous schedule highlighted by like fishman and uh what's her name? Eliza, right? But on one of her bus rides, it's raining outside.
3: This is after. This is after trail. This is after it happens. Is it I, I promise you yes this okay. is after
1: we'll wait then we'll wait a little bit
3: well we're here though we're here because that okay after like, after the after the feelings are hurt and resolved Eliza is is bathing the fish man and mm-hmm. she touches him and he glows and then he touches mm-hmm. her and she shudders and walks away because she's like, oh my gods, I just got turned on hardcore <sighs> by this yeah, fish ba. this fishman touch and she goes to bed. But then she don't go to bed. She decides. I, I saw. I saw. can fall asleep, bro. The inner workings of the female mind, right there, where she decided, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flood fish, this man. motherfucking bathroom. Yep,
1: yeah, yep.
4: <laughs> well, like, well.
1: Also, at, at, at this point, she's pretty backed up, you know, because I mean, he's he's been in her tub for a while, so I don't think she's been able she to. been
3: masturbating. Yeah. has been masturbating, bro.
1: She she backed up. She's been, yeah, right. she been able to beat the That's timer a in a while. So. I hadn't thought of that. That's a good you think mantra. he
3: slurped that up? Trevor, shut up with your bad content. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. He yeah, slurped that up. He said. <laughs> oh you yeah, he slurped sulfur. it up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he did. She, she decides in the middle of the night to go fuck that fish man, and she goes in there unrobes. <laughs> And then fucking pulls the shower <laughs> curtain, and the movie does not get explicit. It does not. It just alludes to what you know is happening. There's some mm-hmm. fish man. Fucking. I wish it
1: got explicit.
3: It would be kind of dope.
2: Yeah.
1: I want to see that fish wiener. I yeah. want to
3: see the fish that, wiener. That's, for, I the second, see that's it. for the
0: second one. I'm just I want to so make.
1: Mad. I'm I'm gonna make a cosplay, and I'm gonna make a mechanical. <laughs> dick that comes out. Well, I'll just make a mechanical thing that opens up and lets my dick out. And then we'll, we'll do go. it that way. Yeah. There is,
3: there is a scene after, well, uh, Eliza goes back to work and, and Zelda can tell that she's happy cause she got fucked. And she's like, what the hell's yeah. going on? And Eliza. Why are you
1: smiling and shit? Yeah, she'd be <laughs> smiling and like humming to herself and fucking, you she know. She
3: basically like pantomimes how the, Fishman dick works where the cloaca opens up and a dick comes out yeah bo and um zelda immediately accepts it the way i accept this movie i'm like yeah fuck it i don't care about these character flaws and some of these parts and these fucking plot holes with the salt lakes and fuck it this movie's good it don't matter just accept that she fucks that fish man and let it go and she does Yeah. she accepts her friend fucking that fish man and dimitri Gets visited by his Russian friends at his apartment and offers them some butter cake.
4: Yeah, so
1: his Russian friends really like American cuisine. Yeah. Like they're they're, talk about? they're they're trying all the dishes. Come to all Louisiana,
3: motherfuckers! Y'all never gonna. Leave yeah, y'all bye. gonna be some Americans when y'all fucking eat the food. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. They're, right.
1: they're gonna let freedom ring, and then they're gonna free the oil rigs.
3: <laughs> drill,
0: drill, drill! Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, he, he gets threatened though. Like he could tell that there's some shenanigans going on with his Russian friends. So he grabs a knife and he's holding it behind his back the whole time. And I think they can tell. So they yeah. leave before doing what they might have maybe wanted to do. And Michael Shannon, by the way, hates green jello. He gets served it up at his house and he's like, fuck that shit. He sits in his car and he's looking at his dead ass fingers and he's like, fuck my life, cousin. This is where this is what Ricky was talking about. Eliza decides to fill her bathroom up with water. I love this scene. The, the mm-hmm. pop ball, bro. Yeah, the pop yeah. tea. <laughs> I,
1: I like. I like the scene. I love what the scene represents, but I feel extremely bad for for that bathroom, for the theater owner. Because <laughs> yeah. all I see, all I see,
2: is water and structure damage.
5: Theater. <laughs>
2: Running yeah, floor, Running yeah. right floor, running right ceilings.
1: Yeah, like imagine you're so horned up that you completely just ruin your house to get some.
3: <laughs> That's what this scene is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes, yes. God damn, it's so. I was I was watching it too, and I was like, you see the water dripping through the floorboards down onto the people mm. in the theater, and you're like. Oh my god. Why are you letting this happen?
1: Uh, There's not a bit of insulation in this place. Because she's whipped by that fish dick.
4: (laughs) She got
3: the fish dicks.
1: The fish (laughs) dick hypnosis, boss. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Yes.
2: she likes fish (laughs) dicks. She
3: she does. She does. A lot, apparently. She she gets the joke. She likes it in (laughs) her mouth. All the times. (laughs) The fucking theater owner comes upstairs And he's bitching at Giles Like what the fuck is this broken pipe And he goes next door and opens the bathroom door And the fucking water pours out And he sees the spiciest Like image of the movie Besides a a straight up Naked ass Sally Hawkins Which is dope as fuck He sees like the fish man And her cuddling Yeah ball. And he's like god damn I'm gonna leave this alone um, yeah,
5: Yeah, because her body is so nice. She really has a very nice body.
1: Yeah, he does too.
3: You're not the wrong. Neither, neither one of you are wrong. Michael Shannon is told by General Hoyt, who visits the laboratory again, like, you fucked this all up. And this is where Michael Shannon's character gives his big speech where, like, this is where I relate to his character. Because what he says here is, if you've been a good man, and you've done everything right, but you fuck up once, does that make you a failure? You fuck up one time out of doing so many things right, how does that play on your character? And the general basically tells him, cosmically as fuck, he's like, you you better unfuck this because if you don't, your entire life, you, everything, it's going to be a race. Basically, you're going to get executed (laughs) for, for fucking up this bad. And I'm like, that's true to life, man. It's true to life in this day and age, especially like you could do everything right all the time. You fuck up once, you're done. You're done and gonzo. And it's like that's not fair. I don't think that's fair. So Eliza is trying to tell Fishman, "This is the dance scene. This is it." She's trying love to tell him scene. how much she loves him while he's eating eggs. Yeah, and I, I love this allusion to, "You'll never know how much I love you." The the actually the dance sequence itself. Like the scene where she goes into her imagination and they yeah. dance in front of that cosmic ballroom. Yeah. That's an exact replica of the movie that Del Toro was copying. Oh no neat. Uh, so that and that song too. Like that, the both, both, both things. So he was blatantly ripping off Hollywood ripping right it there. Off. Nice. But he never said he wasn't. Oh, yeah, because like this
5: movie got, like, issues with plagiarism. It it got accused mm-hmm.
3: of a lot of plagiarism by mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. from a lot of different areas, but it all got proven wrong. All of it. All of it. Good. Good. This is yeah. a good movie.
5: Yeah. Good. When like, you know, can I tell you the truth? Like, any good artist. David Bowie. Steals. Any no. good artist steals from other artists yeah. and kind no. of, like, meshes it and makes it their own thing. Like, no. and it's gonna happen like naturally like you can't be like oh well that was the like it's gonna happen
3: the nightclub is said you love certain meets tell them steve dave i mean that's what it is yeah every good artist steals from a every mm-hmm. every good that's artist implying a we're we're good art we, 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 <laughs> eliza eliza has this amazing dream sequence with this cosmic dance with the fishman, and it's beautiful it's black and white it's mm-hmm. It's a throwback to classic Hollywood. It's Del Toro pouring his heart out onto the screen. Mm-hmm. It's it's a 10 out of 10 scene. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And Dimitri, yeah. Dimitri goes to meet his Russian friends because he's getting extracted from the country since he can't save the fish man. And they, they, they shoot him. But then Michael Shannon, who's been – now that he's got a time limit set by General Hoyt, is going balls to the wall and showing us his skills – why he got to where he is as a colonel as a fucking like badass, uh honest badass, like he surveys yeah, it just and... takes
1: it just takes half a handful of fucking perquisites and <laughs>
3: <laughs> he does, he does, but even even drugged out, he finds yeah. out that this guy is a fucking Russian spy and tortures mm-hmm. him for information. Yep. M- America. America. Yep. Yeah. America, goddammit. Fuck yeah. Dimitri got shot up by his Russian friends but Michael Shannon intervenes and kills them and then starts sticking his fingers, his necrophalanges all up in this boy's fucking gunshot wounds and is like, I know how to take my time he's like, you know what? I love this candy. This candy is a simple candy and everyone likes, likes their fufu nougat shit but not me. I like my simple candy.
5: Which, like, can I pause you there Sometimes I minute? bite
1: right into it and get it over with. Sometimes I take my
5: time. Yeah. Which, which, if I can pause like sidebar, is spicy. fucking spicy. Yeah, like right. that moment you're like, oh damn. <laughs> he's like, spicy. You like, like Michael
3: Shannon's character for a whole But tell me, tell me honestly, the way he what? fucks is not cool though, right?
5: No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. The scene so. of him like yeah, fucking his wife so. is so disgusting.
3: Yeah, I didn't but, think like, he's just trying to
1: that, he's just trying to get his man. You know what I you... mean?
3: Yeah. That boy that boy is over there rabbit jacking. <laughs> little, he's trying little, to get his <laughs> man. Th- those little That's sh- all he's worried those about. Those little those little strokes tell me all I need to do. some <laughs>
1: people some people don't have what you have, so you need to shut the fuck up.
5: He does rip his fingers clear off his hand, which is minute. another very sexy thing, which like when he ripped his fingers Ugh. off, I was like, Oh fuck. Oh, hell yeah like that was very sexy that <laughs> was very spicy and, and I that, liked it a lot
3: he, okay so he does all that while doing reconnaissance okay. cause he, he he tortures the Russian spy he knows yeah, he now that, that the cleaners got away with the fish man so he goes to Zelda's house and now we finally meet Brewster we finally meet the, the Brewster we've been hearing bitched about the whole movie by Zelda yeah. Zelda's cooking the door gets fucking knocked on he's like Can you hear the door and she's like, "Oh my lord, can you? And you're like two feet away from it. I'm over here cooking dinner." And he's like, "My back hurts," and I'm like, "Why does his back hurt? Has he killed himself? Has he killed himself working?" <laughs> yeah. It's the 1960s. I'm just saying. Yeah. Now she blew his... it
5: out. She put him in a wheelchair. Um, she fucking well, blew well, his r- back out with you her might, vagina. You might,
3: you might be right. Power play. Yeah, you might <laughs> be right for different reasons, but yes. Yes, so he he doesn't answer the door. She does, and Michael Shannon comes in talking all Samson biblical shit and fucking trying to get information out of her. Brewster bitches out twice in a row. He first gets up, and he's like, hey, my man. He's like, sit down, and Brewster sits the fuck down like a cook, and then Brewster outs Zelda and Eliza's plan, and I'm like, Brewster, every good grace you had from me is gone. You yep. just you just outed your wife, her friend. You kowtowed so hard. Well he
1: did it to protect her though. You're not wrong.
3: Yeah, it's his cowardly move.
1: It's not heroic, but But you're you not know, wrong. It's yeah. understandable, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm 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 back in. Like I'm now I'm back in Brewster's side. Like I I, I I'm going back and forth on Brewster's character because I'm like, why is his back hurt? Maybe he can't get up so fast. And then I'm like, Well, maybe he's a bitch. And then he I'm like, bitch. well,
5: <laughs> he's a bitch,
3: though. He is, he is kind of a bitch, though. Mm-hmm. He's a bitch, but is he real- a realistic bitch?
5: He was, Ooh, he but he like... Was, in like
3: but he's if still a, if a
5: bitch,
2: at the
3: end.
5: If but he he's... was a book boyfriend, he'd be a bitch.
2: So if you want to put him in the Star Trek universe, you got uh, the red shirts. He's a red shirt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: Red shirt
0: Brewster. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, so this boy goes down hardcore. Um, Zelda tries to phone well she doesn't try, she phones Eliza, gets Giles on the phone is like, Michael Shannon's coming get ready because he will find you
1: I will find him I will find him
3: I will find him
0: I will find him
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's eating on the podcast, she's part of the nightclub now yeah so Michael Shannon does track down the motherfucks to eliza's apartment he he's bursting in there all crazily and the fishman's not in the tub but he's like oh i could tell the fish man was in this tub because he's got fish man skin flakes everywhere he's <laughs> been dying slowly because they don't have enough salinity or whatever the fuck for him they're about to release him into the ocean there's not enough salt in there based on what the the scientist said he needed so I think this movie has a darker turn than where it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, the end of this movie, we're at the climax, y'all. Holy fucking balls.
1: Michael Shannon shows the fuck up while they're trying to release that his bull. His eyes
3: are dilated for percolates. <laughs> oh, yeah, his eyes are fucking <laughs> big, his pupils big as fuck. Eliza's been having this plan for a long time that she was going to release the, the fish man into oh, the, the bay. Oh, the yeah so that that's how michael shannon tracks him down she, he he goes into their their apart, her apartment and sees the 10th is the day that she's going to release him into the bay on her calendar he's like oh god damn he shows up and she's she's about to release Fishman. fucking giles is there like helping her out and gunshots ring into the night and it's nighttime so nightclub nightclub's mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. Fishman gets shot like three times in the mm-hmm. chesticles and then Elijah gets shot also and she fucking falls down and it seems like michael shannon has won the day like he's played out his his story he's fucking getting the fish man deads he got the fucking traitors he got them all seems like it yes it does the movie takes a a a swift hard turn because my boy is majin buu he rejuvenates and he is completely healed and this is when Michael Shannon has his moment of realization, because this whole movie, he he pulled this fishman out the muck, out the mud, where he was worshipped nice as a man. god. Yeah, bro.
1: Pulled a fishman out the mud. At this moment,
3: when the fishman walks up to him and he's fucking like bullet holes or nothing to me, bro. You done fucked up. Michael Shannon trying to reload his gun realizes it's too late. Looks up at he him and says. says
5: you are a god.
3: Fuck, you are a god. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, and my then, boy slashes that throat like it ain't nut... Like it's nut... Like it's butter. It's butter, butter bro. It's butter. butter. So... And like, no, knife while knife, too. Warm while, while
1: we're on the While we're on the topic of, of, of fish god, because we, we definitely forgot to mention it, when Eliza's on the <laughs> bus after she gets to Shanky.
3: Oh, yes, yes. And some and, powers.
1: And, and it's raining... And she is controlling water, like yes. right outside the bus window, with her fingers. Yeah,
5: that's because she's a fish that. person. She's a fish person.
1: Well, I don't, fish I don't know. I, th- I think that fish. I think that fish burn made her a, a superhero. Well, no, she, she was has gills. An and they found her in the water,
5: yeah. Yeah. and
3: she's got these gills. True. True. Well, yeah,
5: she's a fish. She—that's uh, the whole thing. She ends up being like a fish person too. Right. She, but yeah. at
3: this point in the movie, we don't know that. So when, yeah. when after she bangs Fishman, mm-hmm. she gets, she gets a little bit of her awakening where she can control the water. She's part right. of this world now. And that's not let known to us until the end of the movie, until the final scene. Mm-hmm. After fucking Michael Shannon gets killed, Eliza's basically dead. So Fishman like throws her in the water. He does give Giles a nice goodbye. He, he throws her in the water. He fucking swims down there. And this is a play on, when Guillermo del Toro was six years old, he saw the creature from the Black Lagoon, and he saw the scene where the fishman was swimming underneath the lead actress in the film, and he thought as a child they were going to fall in love and everything was going to be okay. He hadn't seen the end of that movie yet, and it don't play out like that. But in his movie, what? it goes <laughs> a little bit differently. It turns out – and we learn this throughout the film that – a Eliza was found by a river when she was a kid with these scars on her neck, and that's the assumption as to why she's mute. But she's like the fishman, where they can't speak. Whenever the fishman is swimming around her and he gives her that fucking healing kiss, those scars on her neck turn into gills, and yeah, she, she is one of the mer people. <laughs> yeah, ba. crab people. Crab people. crab people Looks like Eliza But really crab people crab people. <laughs> crab people
5: If you watch it though, like when he kisses her Her shoe blows off
0: Meu coração faz tica-tica-bum-tica tica, tica. E vem a saudade da Bahia Onde o samba tem canjele também Numa batucada Tic-tic-bum, tic-tic-tic-bum bum tic tic-tic-tic-bum tic, tic, bum, tic, 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 É brasileiro tica-tica-bum-tica tica, tica. Com o um pandeiro fazendo tica-bum-tica
3: so that was the Shape of Water two thousand seventeen. Oscar winning best picture fish fucking extravaganza with necrophilanges and women with egg timers that they don't shove up their goop.
0: Final <laughs> Big thoughts and ratings. Old booties.
3: Big old booties. Final oh, thoughts and ratings yeah. on this movie. We're gonna let we're gonna let strawberry go first.
5: Oh really? Okay. Oh yeah. So, okay, so um... and we'll
3: do spicy ratings at the end.
5: Okay. So they both have very nice bodies. (laughs) Her body is so nice. He's got his cake is like out of this world. Um, my final thought on the whole thing is I like how it's kind of like weirdos coming together. Like they're like, oh, we're lonely and blah 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 blah, and they come together and they're not. I like this movie. For me it is a 10. It is a 10. I like that mm. it's like an old Hollywood monster. I like that it's spicy. I like I feel like it has all the elements of a 10 movie and that's my uh that's my input.
3: Nice. I love Evan, it. Evan, what you got to say final yeah. thoughts and rating?
2: You know, I liked it. Uh me and my wife talked about it before I even got on to this tonight. Uh we enjoyed it. Do so I rate it as a 10? Not necessary. There were things that could be fixed, you know, as you pointed out, some continuity errors and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm still gonna give it a high score because it's a fucking, it's a, it's a G of a baby. So I'm gonna give it a uh, an eight point five. Split so could reach nine just as well as twisted metal could reach a nine for me later on. But this was a, this was a good one.
1: Rickle Bickle, what you got? So, right off the bat, all the uh ties to classic Hollywood, the fucking, dude, the world building, this world just feels so lived in, the color palettes, all these greens and teals and blues and yellows and reds, they're vibrant. Like I said, it's, it's cool because it's like the past, but it's also like a dystopian future because it's so fucking claustrophobic and dark and oppressive. But in all of that, they make you feel so much for these characters because they're all so cute and lovable. Even the villain has people wanting to sympathize with them and shit. But that's just a testament to Guillermo, man. Like, Guillermo is just a masterclass director and filmmaker. Um, Also, I want to point out the score. The score is dope as fuck. Yes. I think the pacing is great. I couldn't see myself watching this right away again, but maybe like, maybe like once every year, every couple of years kind of thing, kind of movie. So I'll go ahead and give it a a nine,
3: nine out of 10. Nice. I'll go ahead and go um, and leave Trev to wrap us up. Since it was his pick. I agree with a lot of what you said, Rick. Um, The color palette is amazing. The way it's shot is amazing. I love the ties to old Hollywood. That always gives me a little bit of the vibe when the story's good. Not looking at you once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, I
1: love that movie, by the way. I finally watched it. Yeah. And I loved it. I That's loved still, it, dude. I haven't
3: seen that. That's cool. I'm I'm not hating on it.
1: I just I don't... see I see what you mean. Yeah. By it, but I did still very much enjoy it.
3: You know, it, it, it could be a great enjoyable Sorry, movie. But... I totally
1: threw you off. My bad, dude.
3: No, no, no! It's fine. I I made the joke. I opened up the door. Opened up Pandora's headless box. Um, Pandora's "Pandora's headless box. box. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, But but all what you said, like, and this is this is a movie that I I watched once when it came out because I'm a Guillermo fan. I love his movies. I haven't seen everything, but I've seen a lot of his movies. Uh, Pacific Rim. Looking at you. Got to watch you one day.
1: Yeah, you do. I've been telling you that too. Yes, sir. So don't do like on Uncle Peckerhead talking, talking all that (laughs) shit. (laughs) I heard that back today,
3: and I was like, "This motherfucker." (laughs) I cop to it. I cop to it. Yeah, I cop. I cop. (laughs) Um, but this movie is one I'd watch every few years. It's not one of my favorites, but what I will say about it is that it has so much depth in the characters. That yes, I want to sympathize even with the villain. That's where I've right. been coming from almost this whole time because I see a little bit more in there than what most other critics were fucking bitching about wasn't there. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I think I see a little bit more here. And that's and like you said, it's I, a I testament. Agree. It's a, it's a testament to Del Toro. This movie is. You see,
1: Vidal didn't, and that's something I'm, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off like a oh, fuck. go ahead, go ahead. But that's one thing I wanted to bring up because he reminds me so much of Captain Vidal, but like Vidal's got no good qualities about his character. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's just a fucking bastard. He doesn't care about his kid. He only cares about his legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this guy seems to actually care about some things. And I think that's why it's you know, he's just a more sympathetic villain.
3: He's he's reading self help books as to right. where And I like that Trev pointed that out. because right, I didn't even catch that. That's the, wild. The Vidal, what yeah, he didn't give a fuck about nothing. Dude, that he was... shot
1: that he shot that little girl while she was holding his kid, Paul. Yeah. He don't give a fuck about
3: nothing, dude. No, he he is completely an evil villain, evil bastard. Ten out of ten villains. He's he's one dimensional. (laughs) Yeah, he He evil dies tonight. Right. Thank God he did. Um, but but Shape of Water, the the story with the and I want to talk about Eliza's character. She went from someone I admired. uh, Again, the opening scene gives you her body. It gives you her body right away. Yeah. So as a man, I'm looking at her and I'm like. Well, hell yeah. But when you learn about her Very nice. Yeah, exactly. I'm like him. I'm I'm gonna... have... Yeah. <laughs> no. What? How much? He said how much? <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I but... almost went there, but I didn't. As the story goes uh, you, to you know,
3: like you, you want to talk about a strong Feminine lead in a movie where In this day and age people are like clamoring For strong feminine leads and blah 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 right. Like well where right. was everyone for Shape of Water Because you have a character uh, Who is the backbone Giving it an Oscar Everybody right. was too busy Everybody was <laughs> but, too busy no, Fucking but, watching
2: but, too much fuck
3: Marvel But no one talks about it right exactly right. They yeah. talk about all the Marvel So this movie you have a strong female character That big character girl power moment Who throughout this whole <sighs> movie is the backbone, the moral center that every good person sh- should strive to be, someone who accepts That's the other, me. who fucking goes out of their way to help someone when they can. Right. Going going back to us talking about like the bitching people are doing about the fucking Barbie movie, but it's like, well, there's starving kids. So what are you really doing about the problems? You know, like th- th- she is the kind of person who wouldn't be tweeting about the Barbie movie. She'd be out there Trying to fucking help the starving kids. Well, what, you,
2: what you get instead, you get Sarah McLachlan fucking singing uh, through the eyes of the angel. Trying you know, yeah,
3: try, an
2: let's get that fucking buddy. Yeah,
3: yeah. She, she she would have been on the front lines of of like whatever cause was worthy, and I wanted to come in at a nine, and and you Evan, about to do it, Evan? You you mentioned that I I I, I brought up some fucking like issues. And you're right, I did. But they're fun. They're fun to think it, about. Absolutely, was, absolutely. Was, yeah, there's was, nothing wrong with that. I love what, it. Was the movie but that's good, what though? brings it down. Nah, nah. The, for the me. movie, the movie
2: was perfect.
3: Yeah, that's but why it's there. A a 10. Were there? there it's were a goddamn ten. Issues. It's a ten out of ten. <laughs> there's no 10, other way 10, to say 10, it. It's a ten. It's a ten.
5: It, it's, it, a 10. It, it's a ten.
2: All right, all right. You know what? Hell I'm yeah. with you guys. 10. A 10. You got, yeah. sa-
5: you got like soundtrack, okay. you got like visuals, you got story, you got everything. It's a 10. Absolutely,
2: you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I've yeah. only watched it one time, so I'd need to rewatch it again, but I can already say it's a fucking 10. My wife knew it pretty much very well. Like,
3: <laughs> well, goddamn it.
2: I guess I fucked up. And she, she told said, you it was a oh, 10. Yeah, yeah it is. It's a fucking 10.
3: Trev, my long winded ass fucking way of uh, trying to get around to a ten out of ten, but sir, you brought this movie to us. What's your final thoughts and ratings on Guillermo del Toro's Oscar winning motherfucking yeah. masterpiece? So,
2: I mean, the
1: the
3: the style,
1: the the look, the feel, the story. Look, man, I want I want all my directors to write like forty page backstories on these characters because I feel like the right. acting definitely showed that. Um, the actors were able to get into these characters' heads and become them and portray them in a very good way. Um, yeah, sure. They had a few discrepancies, but I, none of it really took me out of the movie. And I think that's what's really important at the end of the day. But yeah. So, I mean, all that being said, it was just bad content. And, um, it's a <laughs> 10.
4: <laughs> Bad content.
3: <laughs> it's a ten. It's a nightclub. Ten out of it's ten. It's a ten. It's a ten. It's yeah. ten. a nightclub.
0: Ten out of ten. Nightclub. Five way ten.
3: Fuck it. That was The Shape of Water. Everyone. Guillermo del Toro won Best Picture, Best Director for this movie. Go seek it out. Go find it. Watch it. We all gave it tens. If you Pull your listen off. Shit you- Wait
5: can we do a spice rating? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. shit. Yeah.
3: Yes. Let's do a spice rating because I got, I got, I got issues with that too. Let's go ahead. I want to be issuey, issuey tibu.
5: Okay.
3: Yeah. Five. Nope.
5: Five. Wrong. I give it a three out of five. I, I give feel it like a
3: five. That's closer I've... to me. Yeah. Mm,
5: I feel like room. It was like again, romantically spicy. Like, yep. his cake was on point.
3: Yep.
5: Um, there were moments where I was like, oh, shit. And, like, if, even, like, the bad guy was spicy, but it wasn't spicy enough to be, like, a four or a five.
3: No, no. If you if you would see a fish man fucking penetrating that vagina, that's a five. But you don't, so it's not a fucking five. Travis, it's not, it's you not, it's not, not, it's not, not a five. You know I, I don't care. I don't care. I'm it, telling yeah. you right now. What makes it a five? It? Fish, fish.
5: It's not smut; it's spice.
3: If if mm. Laura's von Trier would have directed this movie, it'd be a five spice. Yeah, because he'd have shown <laughs> you. Uh, he'd have shown you the fucking fish dick in the vaginas.
5: I really wanted to see that fish dick with the way I she I know. Explained me too. It. Me too. All you gotta yeah. do is look
3: in the
2: freezer.
5: No, <laughs> what, I tried to look up a fish dick and. I mean, they look pretty big. I don't
2: know. <laughs> They're not wow. as big as you think. Wow. <laughs>
1: I'll I'll give it two chili peppers in the gumbo. Final answer, Bob. I'm
3: gonna give I'm gonna give it the full the full Red Hot Chili Peppers band naked with cock socks. Yeah, Bob. <gasps> out, out out of out of ten, yeah, that's where I'm going with that. All right. So everyone, go watch fucking Shape of Water and get your fucking cocks and socks and get ready to fucking see some wet naked fish ass. (laughs) Embrace the egg timer and flood
1: your bathroom. Yeah, this is G Tiny. Embrace getting lit.
2: Uh, so I'm going to get out of here, and I think I'm going to go take a dip in an extremely salty bath. Nice.
1: I could use one myself.
5: Turn up the heat and hard boil your eggs, put a record on, and get naked with your fish boyfriend who has a mm. big old cake. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Big old fish cakes
5: Big, old big fish cake old fish cake you want to bite that you want to bite that fish cake it's so For
3: real dead. stay spooky and keep on sucking that cake fish ass
5: I don't <laughs> <laughs> know
0: what to say Blah,
1: It's going to get weird and dark for a second. What do y'all <laughs> think that boy would taste like <laughs> if you would actually eat him?
3: Oh, we never talked about this. I wanted to talk about what he smelled like when she was fucking him.
5: I feel like he smelled good. I feel like he didn't really smell no, like a fish.
3: No, no. You're fucking no, he wrong. Smelled, he dog.
2: smelled like
1: salt
3: water, water and sea like, like, fucking weed.
5: Like
2: Technically,
1: moss. he's more of a reptile, right? He's I like like a think like he smelled like fucking man, nasty food, ass,
3: ass fucking stink. No, nasty he smelled stink. like
5: moss.
3: No.
2: And no, no, no! 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 He no! no like I'm, I'm on water. her
3: side. He smells good. No! Yeah, he he smells like swamp. Are you water serious? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, are you yeah, serious? Are you serious? He's on got that side. moss he all good. over him. you he just He's being got got on her the... side for the sake of it, but he yeah. smelled like that's not moss. That's not
2: that swamp.
3: That boy. It's that boy smelled like fucking stink ass. he didn't smell good. He didn't smell good. That boy. Yeah. That boy stank the shit. No, with an
5: ass like that.
3: And it don't matter.
4: None of this matters.